Hello, folks. Hi, hi, hi. Uh, welcome to another episode of The Mind of the Modern. <laughs> we just randomly have a jingle now. Yeah, why not? <clears throat> why not? Uh, yeah, welcome to another episode of The Mind of the Modern. Um, we are here. We are ready to go. Um, a little tired, but we're here. We're good. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and immediately say a huge thank you to uh, everyone who turned out for our charity drive for Lebanon. Um, $1,605 was raised towards uh, the Lebanon Red Cross, which will be going to help uh, both folks that were affected by the disaster and then folks that have been affected by the upsurge of COVID-19 cases as well. Um, so yeah, uh, we are super, super thankful for everyone who came out, uh, super thankful to everyone who helped us out, and it was a wonderful experience with some wonderful games. Um, speaking of charity drives as well, um, Jen, I believe you have something cooking for Saturday. Yeah, uh, 7 to 10 Eastern, I'll be running for the honor, which is totally not Shira, except in as much as it is, but it isn't. Um, and we'll be benefiting Extra Life, so medical care for kiddos. Uh, what better cause could there be? Um, so come join us 7 to 10 Eastern. It'll be fun. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And that is part of uh, a charity drive that's going across two days. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other uh, streamers, podcasters, and co other uh, content creators involved. Um, it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be good. A whole bunch of people involved, and hopefully, we're going to raise a ton of money. That's the whole. <clears throat> uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and start rolling uh, very shortly. But first of all, we have three uh, wonderful sponsors. Uh, our first sponsor uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to start with some nerdware. Um, so, some nerdware are a uh, wonderful source of TTRPG related uh, paraphernalia. Um, they have wonderful t-shirts, mugs, uh, dice, and other such wonderful things. Um, they also uh, have been working with content creators directly to create uh, lines related to them and their content. They're wonderful. Uh, we love them, and you can go ahead and throw in the code FRIENDS to get 10% uh, off your order. Uh, that goes towards helping out the channel here. Uh, I'm going to pass over to uh, Ty for DM Emporium. Hi everybody, uh, Ty here. Um, so DM Emporium, just trying to get... Uh, it's Trying to make it this one-stop shop for everything you could ever want uh, for D&D and D&D accessories. Whether it's, you know, a fancy metal dice to feel the weight of destiny in your hand. Uh, a tray to roll them on so your table doesn't get slowly degraded and ground into, you know, powder as you play. Or even just like a Viking drinking horn to be that perfect pair with your uh, the character that you're playing. Uh, come and check it out. Eh? You know, we could find something that's to, you know, enhance the experience, make it a little more fun. And, uh, you know, I mean, we, we, if you're going to play D&D, might as well play it up, right? Uh, check us out. If you use the code FWRD, get 10% off of your entire order, no matter how much you order. And 10% goes to building up this uh, wonderful, lovely community with all these wonderful, lovely people. And, uh, you know, the, the more that they get, the better it will get. Although, you know, they seem to be doing uh, just well. Perfectly fine, man. Doing it here, so. Uh, also, um... Yeah, we got something coming up hopefully soon here. But, uh, we have a prototype. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Uh, and then, uh, so, back to you. Secret secrets are no fun unless they're Scheming hands. Me. Scheming hands. Scheming hands. I like it. <laughs> uh, awesome. Cheers, Ty. Uh, oh, that laugh. Sponsor. That was good. That was a good that was Yeah, that was good. <laughs> uh, our third sponsor are the wonderful folks at Grinding Coffee. Um, look. I've checked out their flavors. 
They are amazing. They have a whole bunch of uh, wonderful uh, different blends and different flavors. And of course, me being stereotypical, immediately saw the cowboy blend and was like, yes, this. I want it. So uh, yeah, uh, go ahead and check them out. Uh, there's some wonderful folks um, that also uh, tend to uh, help out the uh, folks in the community. Uh, they have a whole bunch of uh, partners. We are lucky to be uh, one of them. Uh, go ahead and throw in FWRD for 13% off your order there. Everyone needs coffee. Even the people that don't drink coffee somehow need coffee. <laughs> so uh, yeah, go ahead and give them uh, a shout. Check that out. And that goes towards helping the channel as well. <clears throat> Wonderful. Uh, unless anyone else has anything uh, to plug, we can go ahead and get started. Sweet. I'm afraid. OK, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I am feared. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, I believe we were going to head over to Oren for the recap. Uh, it's been two weeks, so we're probably going to need, definitely need a recap this time. Uh, Alright, yeah, well, let's see how far uh, I can remember. I was terrified through uh, most of it. Um, we are on the, the fire plane. Uh, we came there in search of a primordial goddess. Ugh, primordial goddess. Uh, by the name of Sispi, uh, who is the sister of uh, Saya, who is the tree that my monastery was built under. Uh, we were sent there by their eldest sister, Kylera, uh, to retrieve Sispi and hopefully convince her to come back. Uh, we met with the Council of the Fire Plane. Um, they're a bunch of shitbags. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to put it nicely. Uh, but we did meet a, uh, a very kind gentleman uh, named um, uh, Nerthan, who, who turned out to be a, uh, a giant red dragon. And he gave us a ride to go see Sisby, and that was very nice. I was terrified the entire time. Um, we learned that not only were there four, uh, excuse me, three uh, sisters, but there is a fourth as well. Um, and we also learned that the goddesses that my monastery worships are warlocks, much like Athanos here. And uh, they serve the same patron. So good old snake daddy rears his head into our business once again. I'm sorry I have more in common with your goddesses than you do. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised, but you know. 911, I need to report a murder. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I heard gunfire. In the medium path. One who works but lurks below. The one who works below. The one who lurks below. You know what I mean. Below. Thank you for the 100 bits, Scrum. Oh Thank man. Nice to see you. did shave. Ray shaved. Uh, yes. You shaved the world. I fell naked. I don't like it. Moving on. <laughs> um, uh, I'm sure there's a lot I forgot. <laughs> I think I wrote down Snake Daddy's name, but all I know Chats. is that it's. Chats with the council. 
I think he's Snake uh, Daddy from now on, Cole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got. Think of other 97 bits, Graham. <laughs> so he has a name, but it's hard to say and it's long. So, Snake Daddy. I didn't get it right. And Medion Talon? Wasn't that it? Uh, yes. I just called him Core Snake, so I guess you guys are going to call him Snake Daddy. Weird. Didn't we also learn a little bit about um, Soup's background with a copper dragon in a library? Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. We did. We did. Soup opened up to us. Yeah. It's a rare event. It's probably never going to happen ever again. Uh, Don't talk about it. I'm sure it's all not relevant at all to the plot, and we will never hear anything more about it. No. Definitely not. (laughs) Never again. Definitely not. Absolutely not. It was a fluke. (laughs) And, uh... We also found this wonderful, beautiful clamor weave, and it was a dress, and I put it on to see if it worked, and then uh, I think Soup took it, but then he stuffed it in his bag, so he's not wearing his dress anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think Soup's so still has amazing. I did! Uh, I was pretty! Yes. His it grand plans for that dress. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, where we uh, left the episode off... Uh, you folks were flying back, uh, back to uh, Jahadbal on the back of uh, Nerfen. So <clears throat> it was a few days on the back of this uh, dragon. You don't see any noticeable changes in the surroundings. The tree seems <clears throat> as tall, as bright, and as blazing as ever. The creatures underneath you still skitter. Uh, Many of them aggressive. Uh, Many predators hunting down bigger prey and bigger prey and bigger prey. Uh, There is the same humidity that you have encountered before in the fire plane. Unfortunately, nothing changing on that front. Um, Yeah. <clears throat> there is uh, a little time to talk if anyone wishes to uh, as we continue to head back to the city. Um, I think at some point Ishtin would probably approach Athens about the interesting information we just got about your, you know, source of your power. Um, did you know that you had some friends in high places other than him. Oh, like, not at all. I don't even know what he is, let alone what they, those goddesses. I have never heard of those goddesses. Never heard of him. Honestly, I'm just as confused and clueless as everyone else here right now. But he picked you in addition to picking some primordial goddesses. That has to feel good. A little? Just a little? No. No, not no, at no, all. No. Not I didn't not want this. No, I just, I'm, I know you did not want. I'm just saying that you know you are in good company. The goddesses became trees, Ishtin. Mm. Well, the you goddesses. became a giant fire lizard or, or snake, which is much cooler than just becoming a tree. I don't want you to become a giant snake. I'm just trying to make it, you know, a little lighter. It was scary. I don't. They became trees without their permission. 
they didn't know why it was happening. It just happened. I became a snake without my permission. I didn't know what was happening. It just happened. They're still trees. If I turn into a snake, would I turn back? Would I be stuck like that? Do you think I have not worried about this too? I saw it. Honestly, before... I would have preferred not knowing that the goddesses were involved. At least then I felt like I had a chance of maybe getting out of this. But now that I know three goddesses couldn't, what am I supposed to do? Use them as allies? Is this been in your heads the whole time? No, I'm, or is this I'm not loud. No, I think I, loud. It's a yeah. very big back of a dragon, so I'm not anywhere around other people, but I'm out loud. Yeah. So, okay. But not like, you're, you're still like off to the side trying no. to, okay, okay. Yeah. Use them as allies. I don't think, Athenos, that you are the type to think that just because some goddesses could not deal with it that you can't. <laughs> You saw that vision, right? I did. I don't know what they expect from me. I'm apparently the best option for redemption. Redemption from what? From who? I don't know. Before this, I was a pirate with one hell of a shot. Now I'm most likely a plaything or torn to some primordial being that I hadn't heard of or heard about for years. I don't know. You are only a plaything if we let you be, and we will not let you be. I will not let you be. I thought it's just, it's just in thought. He doesn't, mm -hmm. he doesn't reply. She doesn't say anymore. All right. Anybody else? Um, Aridin is kind of also sitting out by herself and she has the book um, and she's looking for a couple things. Um, first, she wants to see if there's been any more activity after the whole thing with Jotra. Um, second, <clears throat> she wants to try to find the last job that she was on. The last time her name appears in the book. Okay. Well, an arcana check for me. Uh, Jotra seeing <gasps> the book would probably go over and help if you wanted him to. You could shoo him away if you wanted to, but he, he'd come over. Yeah, no, Aridin would let that happen. Mm -hmm. With advantage. With advantage. Okay. Oh, 
I'm so scared. Okay, okay. I'm gonna do these two. Sorry, that was a stupid <laughs> laugh. 23. Okay. So the first thing you do is flick right back to the book, uh, right to the back of the book. Um, there have been a few uh, more entries since Children's. Um, a few different missions that have apparently already been written in, sorted, and uh, completed as well. Oh, shit. You see the signatures of a few familiar names. Um, nothing specific that grabs your uh, your exact attention. Uh, mm-hmm. Just names that you've seen before and certain individuals. Uh, None of them are Variki. Verliki. 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 Okay. <clears throat> no. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, yeah. So as you're flicking back through, uh, it was a 23, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So as you're fi- uh, flicking back through, you carry on looking through uh, past Jotra, past a few others. You find the very last mention of your name in this book, which is actually marked next to a failed mission. The mission goes into a description of dealing with an an individual that they had actually encountered before. There is a very on-point and in-depth description of this individual and their capabilities. As you go through a little bit more, you can see a full breakdown written by Valiaki herself. Multiple members were sent to hunt down this individual. During this, for one reason or another, Eridina's auntie was marked a traitor to the Order. Both her and the perpetrator were considered missing and the mission a failure after a freak accident or so it's been described. And you can see, unusually, a big section of text that has been completely crossed out and omitted. Is there any way to like undo that? Oh, is that? Uh, before I do that, is there a date? Any dates? Muted. 
Whoops, had to happen. Uh, it appears that the day has also been redacted. So is it crossed out in ink or is it like scratched? Uh, board Game House, thank you for the raid. <laughs> super, oh, super man. appreciated. Hi there. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing some fantasy nonsense. <laughs> I'm finding out some things about my character. Oh, hugs, love bombs. Look at that, look at that. I love hugs. I'm touched up. I'm sending hugs to everybody. So many hugs. <laughs> If you want them, if you don't want oh, them, wonderful. an air high five. <laughs> hugs for the hugs inclined. Hugs for the hugs inclined. I like that. That's good. I saw it from Amy Dunham, but <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if you don't say it's no. Wow, <laughs> oh, awesome. Uh, yeah. So to answer your question, there, uh, Jodra, um, it appears to be uh, some kind of. Um, as you run your finger across it, it appears to have dried. Um, probably the best way I can describe it is like fantasy Timex. It's like an actual material that has been used to cover it over. Um, white out. It's white out. It's, it's when you white it out. <laughs> white out. It's a specific brand. It's called Timex, but it's the okay. white out. Yeah. Liquid I knew. Paper. I saw. Jen, I saw Jen's reaction. I was like, oh, let me just explain real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, Other brands are available. <laughs> Cover all my bases. At that point, um, Jotra's gonna look at Eric. Looks like you once had some sort of what's going on. I have an idea. As he looks at the this ink, he's he's gonna get just a um, go over to his turtle, pull out a bottle of alcohol, get just a tiny bit on his finger, and see if he can get into the, get it under the end of the material that's um, this this ink, and see if he can just strip back a little bit. See if he can get a word, and then like basically get up the tip, and then use his like a like something from his tinkering tools to just slowly push back the strip that's covering up the ink underneath, and then using the um, alcohol to to eat away the um, the stickiness. Okay. As you begin to uh, go ahead and uh, work on this book, um, the kind of uh, black, uh, almost paste-like uh, material begins to slowly kind of move away. As it does so, it changes from that solid, strange material to rising up into this thin, black gas as it evaporates. Uh, I would like you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. It's coming up! Oh, okay, you see, I think I've got a three plus probably doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, three plus six, a nine. As you begin to, uh, <laughs> as you begin to pull this up, you begin to get excited. Uh, you turn around to uh, Eridan as you're beginning to get more and more excited. You can feel your heart beating and racing faster. Uh, Eridan, as you, as Jotra turns towards you, you can see this thick dripping of blood beginning to run down his nose. Uh, I'm going to take the book, immediately shut it. Wait, I... What, uh, what, 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 what's going on? What do you mean? I mean, I was just getting it up. I was using the alcohol and then the, the tip of the scraper and I was just pulling it up. Little by little, it was coming up. It was evaporating, which is cool, but I mean, I was getting it up. Uh, can I cast Cure Wounds? 
I don't know if that's going to help. That's the only healing spell I have, though, because I'm not a cleric. Ah! <laughs> uh, you can certainly cast it, yeah. Oh, I don't think it's going to do anything, but also panic. Um, <laughs> have you considered panicking? Um, I don't recommend that. Actually, don't. Yeah, okay, I'm going to cast it at first level just to see if it does anything. Okay, okay, okay. Um, um, I'll roll the d8. I don't think it's going to work, but... Does anything happen? So you go ahead and uh, my my hands like glow, the same and like the the markings around my eyes also glow. Jotra, as your heartbeat has begun to uh, quicken, it begins to slow. But as it does so, you can feel this horrible buildup down in your esophagus. You cough, cough again. <laughs> As you kind of begin to cover your mouth, there's a black Icarus substance that rests on your hands. Oh, I think I did something bad. You are considered poisoned. Any of the rest of the group notice our companion spitting up Icarus? Yeah. I imagine at this yeah. point, yes. <laughs> Ooh, um, Drocha. I probably should like hold off on the coffee. It's probably not very good for you. Um. <laughs> yeah. Are you all right, lad? All right. I don't know. No, I think the answer to that is no. I don't feel good. I feel really bad. I feel really weird. I don't like it. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I don't. Shite. What did you do? I was just erasing stuff. Like, well, it's erasing stuff that erased stuff in the book and then it. You got poisoned oh. from reading a book? Only me. Only I could do it. That's why I don't go near the stuff, you know? It's not good for you. Books are poison. Well, Books. Mostly just magic ones. <coughs> oh. Does anybody have any kind of antidote? Hey, dragon! I sort of stamp my feet. <laughs> do you know how to help with poison? I'll take that as a no. Damn it. <laughs> There's a, a kind of a, a gruff growl and then silence. I'll definitely take that as a no. All right. I Georgia, don't you don't have anything in your bag, do you? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Any potion? Does anyone have potions or anything? I don't have anything. Nope. I've got an herbalism kit that I could make potions, but I haven't made anything. <laughs> Because so, Adam didn't know that he had it. Aubrey, <laughs> do you know how to use that? Not really. I don't know why I have it. Well, I... Give it here, give it here. I, I, I can use it. I'm actually I'm proficient it's in it. Yeah, it's yours. Jotra, is it gross? Just gross? Or is it like making you maybe die? Do you feel like your life force is slowly, you know, coughing itself up out of your mouth, or is I mean, it just he did going stop to be bleeding from his nose? So irritating like, uh, for a while. Sometimes that happens. We get nosebleeds. Is it? Are you in danger? Is what I'm saying because we could make the dragon stop. Joe's just gonna take a second. He's gonna like try to look inward, try to see if he feels like he's dying. He's just gonna be like, I look inward, and I feel that all of my attacks 
rolls have disadvantage because um, <laughs> that is the criteria for poison. <laughs> I don't think Jojo's ever been poisoned. It's gonna be like the baby feels, doesn't know. It feels really bad. It feels like it's all just like building up and and it's all gross. And does anybody have a handkerchief? I'm giving you my handkerchief. Uh. I'm gonna reach in my bag and pull out one and give it to Jojo. I think it's like having very bad acid. <coughs> just very distracting. Yeah, yeah, so we'll just keep an eye on it. Hopefully it doesn't get worse. I'm still going to try to help if I can. What do I roll for an herbalism kit? Is that <laughs> even the correct? ingredients? I don't know. Warren gave it to me. There might have been a vial of like bark from the crimson tree. See, I was picturing like, oh no, the backpack isn't here near. My friend got me this little survival kit, you know? So I was picturing like it already had like some stuff in it that I, I could know. use. I literally like had no little... idea I even had it. Um, so Soup is like reading a book with his legs crossed and he just like looks over and goes, Closes the book. <laughs> he grabs uh, like a piece of the Slazoan's liver that's left over. It's he looks at it and kind of and like hands it over to Ayrton. <laughs> Smells and shrugs. Might be able to use that. It is not an herb. I don't. Did I eat it? Will that help? I mean, the liver does detox, but I don't think eating liver will detox. He just goes lay down, and he just goes over and he just flops over and like lays down on just like uh, on top of his his giant turtle, and he's gonna like curl up on it, pull like his his bedroll as a pillow, and he's just gonna like lay there. So there's nothing in the herbalism kit. It's just like an empty vial and like... Kits only contain tools. They don't contain ingredients. Heck! Ingredients is a separate thing. Also, you don't know what you're making. As you don't know what the the material you're trying to cure is currently. Could I investigate it? Have I seen it? Oh, of course I haven't seen it before. Probably seen it before. I don't remember seeing it before, though. So it doesn't really matter. Fuck! I'm like the worst person to do this. Never mind. I'm not going to do anything. I might as well roll with like triple disadvantage. Uh, our character, did Jocha like completely get all of it off? Was he like stopped halfway? What actually? What actually? No. It was quite literally just uh, as the first word was kind of pulled. Uh, and as it began to come off, Jotra got excited and then was infected by whatever this is. So I'm, I point to who has the book. I guess I'm guessing Eridan has the book. I point to the book. The that poisoned Jotra. Yes and no. Parts of what we were looking at have been redacted magically. So we were trying to remove the redaction. And in the process of doing that, Jojo got poisoned. Let me have a go. I was using this. Um, Jojo hands over his little scraper tool, and then just a little touch of alcohol, and he hands him just like this, this like little. 
he fills up his tiny little cup and hands it over. And then he goes and he lays down. Uh, maybe you should put something over. I'm I'm a Yuanti. I'm immune to poison. I don't get poisoned. Oh, that that's hand. Okay. Um, I usually I'm usually the one to poison other people, and then like, I turn away and blow, and use poison spray and just see a spray of poison come out. <laughs> I imagine I know the poison spray is like a it's meant to be a cone, but I imagine it's like a, when you spit out water like in the swimming pool, <laughs> yeah. just like, like stream. Downwind. <laughs> yeah, aired in. Oh, I'm downwind of that crap. <laughs> so it just sits back where he was and you see him take like some little bits of cotton and just plug them in his nose while, <laughs> oh, while Athenos is working on the book I actually will go over to Jotra and sort of squat down near him and pat him a little bit rub him on the back just being like you are going to be okay and I'm keeping an eye on Athenos to see if my huntmate dies from poison but I'm <laughs> Means a poison damage as well. I'm just gonna... <laughs> yeah, Aridan will Never flip know, to the page. It could be special poison. It could be. Like, <laughs> it could be yuan tea poison. It doesn't affect your blood. It affects your mind. <laughs> <laughs> We've got yeah, one alcohol in the world that got you drunk, bud. So. I mean, to be fair, you, okay then. That's true. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try and um, remove the mm-hmm. the magical tipex. <laughs> so first it's a little harder as you're not really used to such uh, delicate kind of meticulous work straight away but as soon as you kind of get into the rhythm of it and start treating it like you treat cleaning your firearms for example you begin to kind of get that precision that you need the black smoke uh, rises up again and disperses and evaporates. You feel a slight tickle in the back of your throat. And then it passes. You go ahead and continue. Begin to move all of this uh, gunk now uh, off the page. You manage to reveal uh, the section that is underneath. Uh, so two things have been redacted. The first thing you see, Athenos, is the date. Oh, so is this in a language I understand? Oh, no. Because I don't think I understand it, do I? I'm looking over Athenos's shoulder, and I have a thing over my mouth. <clears throat> Just in case. Yeah, the first thing you would see is uh, the date at the top. For Athenos, it is uh, scrambled, unfortunately. Um, for Eridan, though, as soon as you put the, uh, cipher towards him, begin kind of deciphering it. Uh, it is dated, essentially, two weeks after you were told that Ishtin and Athenos met. Two weeks after Ishtin and Athenos met. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was the second thing? The second thing appears to be 
a more uh, detailed breakdown of the events that happened. There were multiple members sent to hunt this individual down, and there was a long and grueling battle when uh, this individual seemed to be, at least, on their last legs. They spoke to the members that were present. Maitrana Vilyaki was confident that this kind of poisoning of the mind, as uh, she writes in this book, was something that was going to be completely ineffectual. And it was. Save for one individual. When Eridan intervened, a spell was interrupted by Valerki to this individual, which caused a tremendous arcane explosion. When the team came to, nothing was left, save a severed wing and a severed arm. Both Eridan and the individual known as Hawthorne were missing. Athanos. Yeah? How long did you and Ishtin meet? How long ago was that? What was it? I think it's been... Two or three months. Yeah. Yeah, depending on how long we were traveling. Why? Then. That's when it happened. Um, being very um, vague. When did that's when what happened? This was my last job. It's what was? I... I'm sorry. It was the same. Wait. It was two or three months ago. What does that have to do with us? It was about the date. <clears throat> Um, it was around the same time. Around the same time, so not at the same time. No. I'm just gonna hop down and wander, looking and reading. That seems about t two weeks after you said that you met that there was this event. Um, I don't know how much you share, but uh, we've got kind of a timeline of uh, what might have happened, I guess. I'm I'm still very confused. Yeah, this happened two. I guess I'm saying this happened two weeks after Isha and I met, but many things happened two weeks after yes. Isha and I met. We were just on an island. He was bleeding on my couch. Hmm. 
think it's just without any other. But thing. there's time missing. Hmm. How long have we been? Sorry, out of character. How long have we been? Try like uh, how long ago were we on the airship? It was like two weeks at this point. Two maybe? weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, at this point, it'd be just just about mm. two weeks. Okay. There would be. I woke up a month ago, but you met a few months ago. Yeah. What happened in between that? What does it, it could be a coincidence, what does it have to do with we met yeah. a month ago? I don't understand. I had no dealings with your people for years before that. This was my last job. This is the accident where I, I lost, she'll hold up her hand. Petra grabs her, your, your hand when you go to put it up. The feeling the time was taken to make this and points to your wing. I have a feeling that's the, where the time was lost. Did something keep you uh, complete? I think that's oh. probably where your missing time is. They don't want you to remember them, so that way you're no longer in any trouble or danger. Also, you can't put them in any over this. But why? You why know? give me this? But it says For here nothing. you you saved them. It seems like. maybe maybe. I don't think it has anything to do with us. It doesn't. It's just a timeline thing. I'm trying to put pieces together. So just going to get out his journal and he's going to flip up into a page and then he's just going to draw this straight line and then he's going to put marks down of events that we know have happened. And then at the beginning of it, he's going to put the event and then a big space and then he's going to put um you know meets jotra and then like a little smiley face and then uh he's gonna just write out some of the events and stuff they've done and then he's gonna hold up he's like okay so we have a timeline so now we have all of these parts of the puzzle so we can focus on that part of the puzzle and he points at the blank space or this part of the puzzle where it's before the um uh the event he's like so uh you know we have a jumping off point so we're still building a more complete picture we're getting closer. Just worried about those two months that I'm missing. So, focus on those. The feeling. Secret Surprise that Veliki didn't. I was marked as a traitor. Um, would I know of any artificers or anybody named that could. Build things like this? Have I heard of any? Oh! History or Arcana with disadvantage. I'll let you have either. Uh, also, if Soup is listening to this, Soup would be the other individual who may possibly know. So I would say, again, history oh, or Arcana here with we disadvantage. Go. Um, really quick question. Uh, other people with expertise in Arcana? Yeah. Nope. I'll give it to you. 
it would be a disadvantage again, but yeah, I'll give it to you. I got, I got two natural ones. Oh, you did oh. it! Oh, oh no, I didn't! natural ones, you no, get to re-roll it. It's a feat of me! Uh, do you only get to roll, re-roll all, all ones, or both? No, ones? so uh, the way that the feat specifically mm -hmm. is worded is mm -hmm. it says uh, re-roll natural ones. It doesn't ah, specifically so say any how many. That's nice. So any. You get to roll re both, basically. So with that, oh, so that's that. a 26, because I got an 18 instead! <laughs> well, Zach, hold up, hold up. Someone's got Give an yeah, inspiration. Someone just gifted inspiration. Oh, yes, be cosplay. Who do you want to give an inspiration to? <laughs> I think we're good, but like we need it soon. Yeah, who do you want to give that to? What character? Like, yes. not gifted. Like, yeah, but give it to someone. But we're good on this roll. But yay! Let's see, we could go. Erdin is lacking an advantage. Erdin is lacking. An... Both good options. <laughs> this is specifically inspiration, so I think this is a D8, options. right? D8? Inspiration yeah. is D8. Oh, you can go. The wizard. <laughs> the wizard. <laughs> the wizard. <laughs> Wonderful wizard. Uh, all right, so Erendin. Thank you. That is uh, an inspiration for you to hold on to. Um, Soup and Ishtim. Thank you, I did roles. lose my arm and wings, so be nice to me. <laughs> Sorry. 14 his. 11. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, your um, grasp on this isn't particularly fantastic. Um, you haven't heard the name dropped uh, anywhere specifically. Um, Jotra, you're aware uh, did you roll Arcana or History, sorry? Uh, I rolled History because that seemed more fair to you. Okay. So, that changes your answer. So, you're looking through your magical uh, expertise in your head, going through everything, and you don't quite manage to kind of connect any dots until you remember a traveling group of adventurers that passed through the City of Mirrors. Not too long ago. Before, uh, probably a little while before you met Aridin. And one of the individuals in that group was named Hawthorne. You heard their name in passing as they were discussing between each other. Um, some individuals that were looking for uh, essentially some assistance with your Artificer Guild. You don't quite remember exactly what your memory is a little fuzzy as you were not the person being addressed. You simply heard this through eavesdropping. You were aware that they were in the City of Mirrors for some time. They, it was uh, this 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 would often uh, there was somebody who came to the city of mirrors who's looking for assistance from the tinkerers guild a little bit before we met i think i think my guild had something to do well my old guild the empire not 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 my guild anymore 
had something to do with and then building maybe or or helping planning or something with your your Berlin. Do I know would I've known any masters there anybody who worked with the more porcelain look? Like the less refined. Is there anybody who's not finished work? Uh Probably the person, uh, the person closest for the Tinkerer's Guild you could think of would be uh, Master Reginald, who was uh, a creator of Generation 3 Warforged, who took great pride in his work. Um, he worked with Porcelain? He created many uh, Warforged, some of them being made out of Porcelain. However, those he tend, uh, tended to keep as assistants as, until they gained their free will. Reginald is, uh, as you remember, uh, a rather elderly gnome individual. Uh, quite tall for a gnome. Um, quite uh, spindly as well. Um, this individual has been working for the Magicanum for quite some time. And they have experimented with many different materials. Porcelain being one of them. How long ago was that? A bit before we I'm gonna go do you mind if I I don't think look at you I... like, I'm gonna see if I can find any like um anything that would be like original like mark seal and everything now that I know what I'm or in the designs and everything I'm gonna see if I can go through the all the way up and down the arm and then the wing if I don't as well okay okay um there are some similarities with the design. Uh, you're relatively familiar with Reginald's work. Um, not massively so, though. Um, as you're looking through uh, and across Eridan's prosthetics, you see some resemblances of uh, Reginald's design. But as you're looking through some of the improvements that have been made to make these uh, prosthesis be able to channel magic as well as they can at least um it just looks a bit too good for reginald although there are definitely some inspirations taken there uh, as an artificer you can probably assume if reginald was involved it would be based off of his work rather than his work itself looks more like an inspiration i don't think you ever got it to conduct as much magic as yours um so I think he might have shared something in, in dealing with the, the, the porcelain design that it gives us something maybe we could eventually, uh, if we don't find other clues or anything, but we might have a, a leaping off point of where he came from or where he would have been going or, or who we talked to if we ever could be. The only problem is that the empire's hunting. Well, we, uh, when us. I think they think most of us at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was there to make any of this. I have more names to ask after. People who mm -hmm. make things like this, people notice. Okay. I want to flip back through the beginning of the book. 
um, to the first time I see my name. Is there a date next to that? Strangely enough, no. I don't think you should be asking me that. You should sit down. Oh, this is nothing. I can handle this. Are you okay? Uh, Ash, Ash He's going to look around for Ashtalara. I think he goes over and finds her like huddled underneath um, Apavasar and kind of pulls her out and gives her over to you. I'm fine. Will you sit down? Okay. He <laughs> just kind of like falls over back onto his turtle. Just a lot to think about. Better than nothing to think about, though. Less circles. <laughs> I think it's. I don't think we're done finding things that connect us all. Nope. <laughs> Doop hears um, Jotra cough again. Let's <laughs> out another sigh as he is reading his book. He closes his book again, puts his book up, takes the cotton out of his nose, puts it up, goes over to him and goes, <laughs> and like cleans your face <laughs> with prestidigitation. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's much. Sorry. Not bugging me. Me too. You. And he like waits with his hand up for you to cough again. He tries, <laughs> Jojo tries desperately to hold it. And he's like, Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 gross. <laughs> Ishton looks grossed out. Like, <laughs> oh, oh. He just like shakes it off his hand. All right. Uh, and you were reading, correct? Yes. Were you reading uh, kind of within shot of everyone or? Uh, yeah. Uh, he's hanging out on his little like rig he has connected to one of the ridges on Nerthen. Uh, he seems like he's been real focused on that book, and every time he has to break concentration, he's kind of getting annoyed. <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, yeah. So uh, the book that you uh, were reading was uh, Chrysalis, the Natural Weapon. Um, this is a book that goes into detail about Chrysal which is a very specific kind of magic that is related to biological artificery. Instead well, of going <laughs> through and <laughs> instead of using uh, mechanics, machinery, and uh, magic in that regard to create um, artificer abilities, instead uh, it would be a direct biological manipulation. Being able to go ahead and change your very assets your very body to be able to recreate magical effects or be infused with magic to create new magical effects. Um, while uh, Chrysal is incredibly experimental, 
there are a few individuals that have begun using it as their primary uh, method of magic. And this uh, book was created by many of those practitioners in order to introduce to the world, per se, this uh, very new magic type in Vega. Hmm. Okay. Very interesting. So that's that's one of the books that um, he took from Clinkin's house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in that case, the soup is like nose deep in this book. As soon as like you're done coughing and he's kind of like cleaned his hand off, he goes right back and it's just like he almost falls off and I've nerfed him for a second. Like, Any other tasks, discussions, anything that needs to happen before we go ahead and bring us in for the landing, so to speak? All right. So, there's probably another day or so of travel before you get back to the super city of Jahavbal. The familiar sights of the spires and confluxes of the city greet your eyes in the horizon. As you begin to bring yourself, uh, well, as uh, <laughs> your ride begins to bring you down, uh, they actually go ahead and land on the same uh, council building that you had taken off from. You begin a slow descent down. Rather pleasing, as this is one of the only times you feel a breeze across your face during this entire journey. You go ahead and bring yourselves in for that landing. Brace yourselves. <clears throat> and as Nothen reaches down, kneels, you are able to dismount. The city seems quiet. Not massively quiet as in empty, but far quieter than you have experienced beforehand. Well, it is fire the clock, so it gets... Yeah, it gets it's pretty late. <laughs> I was wondering, is it fire o'clock? I mean, is it really that late? <laughs> past an ember. <laughs> one by one, you begin to uh, jump off of an earthen's back, and as the last <coughs> of you dismounts off, uh, he shapes back into this uh, kind of commoner human uh, uh, disguise, so to speak. Super Begins to brush off his hair, kind of roll his shoulders. Resumes the stance that he, you had seen him use uh, with the council. Thanks for the ride. Thank you. You've been very helpful and, and quite a, a great friend here in, in the fire plane. I, I want to thank you very much. Yeah, anybody who sells the antidote to poison? I'm going to start it. suck it up. Okay. I, <laughs> right. I breathe it all in and I'm fine. I don't... With you... Okay. <laughs> Oren's going to just like help Jotra up on the top of like Pavasari 
and kind of and just jump up on the shell with him and just kind of like keep him so he's he's not gonna fall off. That's easier. Thank you. And um, Laura is also there. <laughs> if we see her before you, is there anything you'd like us to say to Zippy? What is uh, everyone's passive perception? Sorry. 13. Yep, 16. 9. 1. 13. Nine, yeah. <laughs> 1, 6. Okay. So those of you with the 13s or higher, um, you can see his uh, kind of twitching and fiddling uncomfortably as this uh, concerned kind of look is being stifled and covered up as best he can. Simply um, responds to look after herself. Can't hear you, hear you Jen. Really? Oh, there we go. Now I can hear you. Wait, now you can hear me? Yeah, yeah. I can hear you now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I did. Scared your computer. Frozen right here. <laughs> you, you yelled, and your king was like, "Oh shit! Okay, we fucked up." Okay. <laughs> I said, "We will make sure she knows that you said this." He simply offers a nod to the party. It's a very sympathetic look on her face. When she says you did. Kind of rolls his shoulders again a little bit just getting used to his current stance again as he looks to Orin you did uh, mention that uh, you know somebody who can easily travel between the planes with uh, the right uh, payment do you have a name because I think we have to take uh, care of a couple errands before we leave but I don't want to intrude on you any further Of course. He reaches into his pocket and pulls out a small uh, decorative uh, silver coin. Hands it over. Use that as payment. You're looking for someone simply known as Bo. Find them in the retail district of town. Well, <laughs> gestures towards everything as he says, town, with <laughs> the quotation marks. Um, Sue so comes up to him and kind of rubs the back of his head nervously. It's like, um, kicks dirt a bit. Dirt. <laughs> Uh, what? What are you going to do now? I have concerns. Considering everything that's happened, I would like to look into the situation a little bit more. 
go ahead and discover what exactly is going on here. And whether everything on the council is actually what it appears to be. Yeah. I'll trust them. Them too. That was talking back and forth. Trying to be hostile. Do you ever need any help? Let me know. Pretty sneaky. His head cocks to the side. Sneaky. There is one thing you could do for me. He takes another look around just to make sure that you are alone on this rooftop. And crouches down. And uh, looks towards you and says, The rude one that you had contact with. I know for a fact that she will not be in her room at this time. She has gone to have a discussion for a few days. It's a little cliche, but she likes the classics. If you go ahead and pull the second candlestick on her desk, it will move and reveal another room. There is a gold notebook in there. If you are able to fetch this without being detected, I will owe you a debt. This giant grin just like slowly creeps over his face. <laughs> he just starts smiling from ear to ear. He's just like, yes. It was, he just nods. Very well. The sooner the better. I can't hear your attention. <laughs> well, that seems like a good place to go! Well, now we can hear you. <laughs> I think you actually just scared your computer. I think that's the be it. It's a beautiful thing. That was a nat thing. 20 on the intimidation check to your computer. <laughs> yeah. That is so funny. Correct. So you're not accidentally muting? Like hitting no. the hockey? No. We'll keep rolling high on those intimidation checks. It's just going to be very loud for the whole rest of the session. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, that's so funny. Okay. Also, I just have to say, uh, the undersoup is the best <laughs> shit. <man. laughs> I... Yes. I love the it. Underminers, brother. So much. <laughs> The hundred <laughs> underminer's brother from um, yeah, the Incredible. The underminer. There's <laughs> nothing beneath me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm so happy. <laughs> All right. We are definitely going there. Yes, definitely. Sounds good to me. But I am, I'll be honest, I'm a bit hungry. 
and I've been eating nothing but rations on the back of a dragon. Can we like get something good to eat? After we sneak around the lady's office. Okay, where's my stomach? Of her that what can now? be arranged. I'm just saying my stomach growls part way through and get caught because of it. It's on it's on with you. <laughs> It's fair. It is fair. Soup looks at uh, Jotra and Athanos and he goes, He's hungry. He's poison. I got this one. He just, You sure you don't want any help? He just takes off. Do you really think that you should go? Okay. Uh, he's gone. Okay. Yep, he's gone. Okay. I have a crowbar. Oh, he's. <laughs> he will just come back with books. That's the only problem. <laughs> is all he will do is just take books. I be, uh, but this time it's like part of the job. But, right, but that might be other cool things. She has fancy dress that makes you look special and whatever. You um, couldn't have made him happier by making him <laughs> go steal <laughs> luck. <laughs> <laughs> Soup was literally made for this job. Hand tailored to soup. I don't know if you mentioned that. We haven't forgotten that mm-hmm. soup stabbed someone in the hand for stealing, right? <laughs> stealing from the library. <laughs> it belongs in a museum. Don't steal from creepy orc ladies that think that they want to eat me or something. <laughs> All right. In the are we going to just wait around for soup to see, or are we going to go somewhere and then soup will figure out is, where is we there are? Anything, is there anything else we need to finish here? Obviously, get no. Athena something to eat. Well, I, I have business with my mother-in-law. We want to also, see if we can find her, right? Well, ah, yes, maybe. Also, there are a lot of nice weapons at my mother-in-law's house. A lot of nice weapons. Yeah. Are you said, are you suggesting steal them? Is it stealing if it was my husband's? No. No. Right. Sounds I respected her wishes until she threatened my huntmate, and now I don't need to anymore. Let us go get some wonderful weapons. I'm definitely not against some new weapons. I take a piece of paper from the floor of his workshop. Would that be okay with you? A piece of paper from the floor? The wonderful design that was there that I... It was like a shrine, but if we're taking things... No, I, the shrine is done. It is done. If oh, we that's happen, where I want to go. If we happen on the way there to, you know, if we find um, uh, a shop that has, uh, you know, herbs and things to actually put in the herbal kit, maybe we could make a start. And we can just straight up buy an antidote. <laughs> and we could straight up buy an antidote, but I also think having things in the herbal kit would, you know, be helpful. Yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot I had it for a really long time. I mean, hey, it's good that you had it, and now we can just, you know, <laughs> add to it. 
so it's you know use it yes i didn't really really know how to use it anyway i just i'll have to show you they gave it to me i had it yeah there's ways to like get um components out of herbs and things i'll, I'll show you how to use it i'd like that yeah okay off we go all right i'm gonna just take a piece of paper real quick and just write soup went to in-laws and like <laughs> <laughs> it on a tree or something i don't know <laughs> why don't you leave it in nissan's office oh shit it's a fire plane it immediately <laughs> yeah just, it just erupts <laughs> um, uh, mr underframe okay. can you tell him for he'll find us <laughs> uh yeah he, he knows uh, okay, so we have Soup going to do this job for Nerthon. Um, we have a trip to the in-laws, and then a shopping trip, by the sound of things. Okay. Um, if we can skip... Oh, unless we want to do role-playing the shopping stuff. I was going to say I'm cool with just being like, yes, you find the thing. Well, we don't necessarily want to just shop for herbs. We can shop for herbs. I was yeah, going to say, you've got, got a lot of money and stuff, so like, yeah, you can go ahead. We have money! Oh my god. I forgot. We found the Lazoa. Yeah. You're welcome. Give <laughs> 100 gold. Okay. So as the lone member, uh, we'll start with soup. As long as everyone's all right with that. So, as the party breaks off, uh, begins to split up. Soup, uh, you go ahead and make your way towards uh the office of Seosek, uh, who you have encountered before. Uh, the door is locked, as you would expect. <laughs> what? <sighs> what a ripoff. <laughs> okay. I guess I will try to unlock it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and do you have any thieves tools or anything like that? I think he does. Let me see. <laughs> He's not. Okay. I will say, due to the fact that you're a kobold, and due to the fact that it's a feature that nobody uses, and I find it really fun, um, if you want to take a check at disadvantage, I will let you use the point of your claw to lock the tumblers into place. Because <laughs> it is a tumbler style lock. Alright. Uh, I said disadvantage, right? Yeah. Alright. This would be... It is just straight dex. Dex. Okay, I'll say. Alright. Let's roll it. Oh, well, that works. <laughs> okay. Um, well, it's a disadvantage, so I didn't get a nat 20, but uh, instead I got a 23 because <laughs> I rolled a 20 and an 18. Nice! You're fiddling a little bit, trying to get uh, everything in the right place, then suddenly you manage to just about get this uh, lock open. Like stifles himself. <laughs> <laughs> you find yourself back in the office of uh, Zeos. Uh, nothing seems to be out of place uh, that would catch your eye immediately. 
seems to be the same old office. Um, you do notice one of the coats missing, but apart from that. Okay. He'll gently close the door behind him. Kind of looks out of breath, focuses, and checks the floor uh, for any sort of um, like traps, etc., that may have been set for him. Uh, sure, roll a perception check. Uh, yeah, that's a nine. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I'm just gonna say he doesn't. Taking a look around, um, looking uh, across the floor, uh, it's a little unusual. Um, in terms of materials, the sort of material you're used to, as you haven't been to the fire plane. However, your experience in the past lets you know there's nothing there. No traps. He kind of goes up to the candle, pulls the candle. Sure enough, you hear it. As this desk slowly begins to move to the side. Okay. Um, how is this candle gonna like start a fire or anything? Like, is it? Uh, no. Okay, you just kind of not in its not in its current position. You literally just hold it, and it's like mechanical. Just oh, okay. Yeah, um, um, you're looking down, and there is a set of stairs that leads into a blue lit cavern. Cavern okay. tunnel, rather. He's going to move really fast at this point, um, and try and like keep his time in here. Uh, to a minimum, so he scrambles down the stairs. All right. Uh, as you're sprinting forwards, you're moving for probably about 20 seconds before there's an echo of just a... He, like, stops <laughs> dead in his tracks and starts moving slower. Uh, and now is trying to, like, sneak his way down toward this snoring. Roll stealth check for me. All right. Stealth. Ew. Um, that's a 10. Can I use my advantage? Sure. Okay. I will use my advantage. Uh, and that is going to be 21. That's much better. All right. There's another uh, echo as you're carrying your way down this corridor. It's very deliberately uh, man-made and placed here as you're heading down. There's another echo as you get towards the end. There is a small archway. You go ahead and kind of very carefully peer your way in. You see what appears to be a writing desk one of those kind of like L-shaped desks that is just super big and kind of stretches out across uh, a large chunk of the room. And in the very corner of the room, you see something just above your eye level. It appears to be kind of just pulsating in and out. You see a bulbous creature disgusting and writhing 
large teeth clearly on show as it snores. Luckily asleep. You see a singular closed eyelid and what appears to be some kind of appendages sunken down across its body. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. It does not notice you. It remains asleep. Great. Do I see what I came here for? Am I seeing a book anywhere? On the desk, uh, on, the, on this writing desk, there are a few different, uh, what appear to be journals, and one golden book. Okay, he's going to be, like, looking at this thing that's sleeping and, like, get the book in line and slowly slide it off while he's still looking at it, try and get it in his hands. <laughs> like, waiting, like, mm, something's going to happen. <laughs> Go ahead and slowly pull this book across the desk as you've now stepped into the room. Um, it is quite literally just this desk and this creature. There's nothing else in it. Really weird. That doesn't make me feel any better. <laughs> <laughs> slowly pulling the book across, there's another echo of just this. <laughs> successfully take the book you watch as some of the appendages twitch the sound of the book being taken off just slightly one of them begins to rise and then slumps back to its inert position You can see, now that you're in the room a little better, definitely large, definitely bulbous. It's drooling slightly from these large pointed teeth, its mouth just purely agape. These appendages also seem to have closed eyelids across it. As you begin to make your way slowly Okay. <laughs> that was a good use of advantage, good sir. <laughs> you slowly begin to make your way out. Uh, you go ahead, and I assume you pull the candle back to put yeah. everything back to how it was. Yeah. Okay. So I, I get up to the door and I listen at the door to make sure no one is coming so that no one sees me coming out of this room with this book. Uh, Doesn't sound like there's anyone around. Okay. I don't. Okay. You can go ahead and uh, you have the book, so it's up to you whether you want to deliver it back straight away or not. Um, hmm. I go, so Nerthen's room is like right down the hall, right? Uh, yeah, it's not too far away. Okay, he goes there, so no one sees him in the hall. Kind of knocks on the door, like taps on it. 
Mm-hmm. Is there an answer? There's a moment of nothing. You hear a few footsteps, and then the door creaks open. He looks at you. He nods and holds a hand out. He looks at it for just a moment, just to kind of get a quick glance and then hands it to him. Okay. Um, what languages do you speak? Uh, he is a simple fellow. He speaks common and draconic. Okay. It's neither of those that is the word <laughs> that uh, adorns the front of this. Um, Try to take a mental image. You go ahead and hand it over. He takes a look. Nods again. And slides you, or hands you rather, a small wrapped up, uh, like bundle of cloth. Hands that to you. And the door closes. As soon as he gets in the door closes, he goes, let's <laughs> all the air out of him. And then oh, gets back in a normal rhythm and goes to find his friends. He doesn't look to see what it is yet. He puts it away. Mm -hmm. There is a note uh, on the front of it as you do kind of take a look at the bundle. Um, it appears to be a like mostly charred note in Oren's handwriting that just says, <laughs> went to the in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. All right. So, speaking of the in-laws, we'll go ahead and head there next. I'm just still dying from being dubbed the Fishter. I'm <laughs> 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 <be> so happy. <laughs> Say that so people in podcast land can hear that. <laughs> oh, man. A fister. Are you a fighter? Are you a triton? You're a fister. It almost sounds like grifter. Are you gonna throw some fish to cuffs? Oh no! No! So I'm gonna be heading out today, guys. And with that, this entire group is grounded. We've officially <laughs> killed Drac with puns. Officially. Officially. No. We're just at this point. We're just fishing for compliments. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, stop it! Oh my god. Uncle. Uncle. <laughs> this is finished. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I don't, I don't feel guilty at all. Not guilty. <laughs> and please, if you're in favor of puns or you're not, stop flip flopping. We can scale it up. We can scale it down. <laughs> Everyone that's watching, I'm very sorry for my um, friend's behavior. Um, that's okay. Let us off the hook. It's fine. No. no. <laughs> So now there has to be a fishing episode at some point. Yes, yes. <laughs> just, that yes. has to be. <laughs> Rate these on a scale. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, please. 
Uncle. This is gonna kill everyone, okay? Oh, oh dear, oh dear. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. Image, but I don't know if it's a doable thing of like showing up at my in-laws house and just bursting the door open, but then bursting the second set of doors open too, because I'm just <laughs> waiting and going, Mother! Oh my, where are you? I mean, I'll definitely let you do that if you want to do it. <laughs> yeah, indeed, I do. <laughs> oh, for some reason, I had... your strength check. <laughs> for some reason, I had the idea in my head of like, um, like that comedy skit where you're super angry, you're, you're getting ready, you're hy- hyping yourself up, you kick down the first set, and go mother, oh, second set, right? Uh, and go ahead and kick that. <laughs> I was like, I had in my head that she was gonna like try to kick the door down, but it's like way too solid, so she has to just keep kicking and like <laughs> elbowing and then collect herself again and be like, Mother, I'm home! I just got the glaive coming that. through the door, like the shining. Yeah, like, <laughs> 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 I'm so upset that, that I can't <laughs> animate. <laughs> this is a gif. <laughs> I mean, this is, uh, these doors are very fancy. They're very, uh, well-made in the sense that they're very nice. They're in the noble district. Not particularly sturdy, and Ishtin is strong as hell. That's why I imagine that even if there was a bit of resistance, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I still look cool, which is really what mm. matters. That is what matters. Uh, so, mother, I'm <laughs> home, where are you? And then I gesture to my friends and say, there are weapons. Take a look. Take what you want. I'm going to straight to that coiled up one. The one that I saw when we the first time mm-hmm. we arrived. Oh, I have no idea. I still don't know where it is. It's still very intriguing. So that's the one I'm going for immediately. Sounds like you're hunting, mother. Mother, where are you? There are weapons. <laughs> oh, Grab them. Yes. Mother. <laughs> Come that did she threaten my husband? Yes, she did. Yes, she did. I'm not going to hurt her. I'm just going to make it clear that I could. <laughs> Ishtin is a gift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's not happy. <laughs> she is. There are a few hurried footsteps. And she just looks at you. I, 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 what? You could you be a little bit more polite about it. You threatened my husband. Our deal, our little deal about all of my husband's things, it is off. Don't ever threaten him again. I was simply thinking of your safety, of her safety. I am fine and so is she. Chatra go get your paper trash. <laughs> and if I come again with her, we will sleep in our room that we slept in with my husband. And she will have these things to inspire her in her life to see what her father could do with metal. They will not be hidden away in a museum anymore. Is that clear? Mother, 
you see a small vein by her temple beginning to bulge. Is her it red? <laughs> yes. Yes. Like... yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Teeth gritted. Uh, <clears throat> her stance has slipped into something a little bit more defensive, but also very aware that there is nothing that she can do in this scenario. There's a huff before she turns and walks away and into the uh, the room that you have uh, been in previously to speak with her. While we're at it, I'll take the blade from the, the wall that lights up when I touch it. Okay. Because he is saying kind to me whenever I touch the blades. I want to use it. So cute. I can be so simultaneously terrifying and cute. <laughs> That's like your brand. Ishtin. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, that is Ishtin's brand. So Absolutely. threatening and yet so... Um, <laughs> that tracks. When I get to the the workshop, is there any of that material? Well, wonderful. Or is there a start to? So as you take a look around the workshop itself, it doesn't appear that there's any material uh, left in here. Um, there are, uh, there is that blueprint that you grabbed beforehand and kind of copied over that's still present. And there's a few other uh, blueprints for a few different kinds of basic weapons uh, kind of across the walls. There is still uh, the kind of creation area itself, uh, my, like my first forge essentially. Um, as well as a few other tools uh, strewn around, and a few other storage spaces as well. <clears throat> as you're looking through, you don't find anything else that particularly catches your eye. A little flatten it out. Put it in my put them in the notebook and close it really tightly, and then use like the little belt to close it even tighter to flatten it out. Put it in and run back to everybody. Can I retcon that I asked also for the frame blueprint of my glaive and my wedding ring? Yeah, absolutely. Grabs those as well. I imagine he had to one of few things and then way back. And I will go to our bedroom and look for anything that might be a nice thing for Ilyanin. Okay. As you're looking through, A perception check for me. <clears throat> Twelve. As you're looking through, uh, <clears throat> I imagine you're combing a bit more in depth through this area now that you're kind of like, ah, screw you, mother. Um, <laughs> as you're looking through, you're looking through um, the <clears throat> the sleeping area, you're looking through everything. You end up uh, going back to that mobile that created that beautiful pattern. And as you're looking across it and you're reminiscing about more peaceful times, 
you notice, surprisingly, there's actually a signature. Your husband didn't leave his signature on many items. As you know, he preferred to be known by his works as just his works. <clears throat> as you go ahead and run a finger across it, it clicks. The mobile itself suddenly opens up. What's in it? In the center, there is what appears to be a small, a small dagger. A small dagger? Pick it up. <clears throat> it is beautifully made. As in, incredibly so. Your husband was wonderful at making mundane items seem magical or imbuing magical effects into mundane weaponry. That's how everyone loved his weapons. This, however, seems to be deliberately carved with beautiful patterns adorned into both the hilt itself and the blade. You can see across the pommel itself is an insignia, a combination of both his house and yours. Both logos entwined on the bottom of the pommel. And as you look across the blade, you see written <clears throat> the first name in Ingen and the second in Aquan, your daughter's name. I'll actually take the knife, close the mobile, turn it back on, and look up at it and say, I will see to it that she gets this from my hand. Thank you. I miss you. She misses you. And she will have this. And then I leave the room. One more thing before you do. As you're looking up and you're thinking these things or saying them out loud, however you're doing so. With the knife removed, the mobile is now slightly different. That combined logo is now a part of the mobile. And the logo stretches up and paints itself into the scene. Mm, Okay, I'm gonna melt and die now. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <My> cruel world. Says <laughs> <laughs> so you go ahead and say your words. You step out with a 
a more positive sense than as he walked in with this knife in hand. Uh, everybody else. <laughs> so Athanos has grabbed the coil that was on display. Yep. Okay. Anybody else grabbing anything from the house? Other Ishtun is essentially giving you free reign. He's all I get rewarded there? for being a, a bitch, though. <laughs> I see. See? <laughs> Story of Ishtun's life. So. <laughs> what else is there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there are multiple uh, weapons that are strewn pretty much throughout the house. Um, swords, axes, um, no firearms, unfortunately. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, two-handed weapons, one-handed weapons. Um, there is a, uh, a few uh, sickles, a few scythes. Um, there is one kind of like Weird-looking sword. I think is probably the is the only way I could describe it in my head. It's a, it's a sword, but the blade itself appears to be slightly segmented as it goes along. Um, segmented. <clears throat> I can look at that. And I want to... Okay, sounds cool. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, the sword is slightly segmented. Um, there is a small, what appears to be a switch on the model. Like the switch. And if, I, if it does what Jojo thinks, he's going to pull back, and as he pushes his hand forward, he's going to flick the switch and sees what As you pull the blade back, you flick your wrist forward, and as it switches, the segments collapse as this bladed whip flies forwards. With a crack. That's cool. <laughs> is there anything more subtle smaller because I don't think Airden would obviously Airden's sword is her sword uh, and very special um, but if there was something smaller I'm thinking yeah. like either a pair of daggers or something I don't know I was giving you creative reign because yeah, uh, there's uh, some smaller weapons, uh, blood weapons, piercing weapons. Um, one of the ones that's probably interesting, uh, you would have to go uh, upstairs uh, to do so. Um, however, as you head up to the first floor and um, back towards where you were staying, one of the things you didn't uh, notice before, as it's kind of tucked around a corner and mounted, is a needle. Just a small, just a small uh, piece of metal that appears to have a very tiny kind of like uh, holder to be able to hold it between your hands. Um, yeah, there's a few daggers scattered around if you wanted to grab any of those as well. Well, you piqued my interest with the needle. Okay. I don't know, is it just a needle? Uh, if you want to go ahead and grab it, um, as you go ahead and hold it in your hand, you begin to kind of take a look at it, 
go ahead and hold it in between your fingers. And as you do so, the uh, pointed end just suddenly <laughs> sticks out. A very, very, very thin, almost impossible to see blade. This way? Like if I'm holding so, it on the just. Uh, you would hold it like in between your fingers, so like that, where the thumb's the needle, essentially. It's one of those kind of like. You hold it like. You can hold it like between your fist, okay. and then yeah, just outwards, just. Pfft. It goes up. Mm hmm. So uh, the, the blade extends, essentially, mm-hmm. into a very small, very thin blade. It's a and single this... wolverine claw. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking Isn't... like super, 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 super Honey thin. badger. I think honey badger only has one claw, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck. Just... Oh, my God. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this one stood out to you because... Uh, the works are not particularly sneaky, per se. They're very much kind of beautiful swords, beautiful axes, beautiful daggers, etc., etc., etc. Whereas this is almost like a, a push blade, something used by assassins. Um, yeah, it's a weird one. I think I will take that one. Just because I think it's interesting. And I might also take a dagger if one particularly speaks to me. And that's it. (laughs) There are a few uh, different designs when it comes to the daggers. Um, Some are very basic, some of them are curved, so you can go ahead and kind of grab whichever one you want. Which is going to count? So, the interesting thing about these weapons is, as Detect Magic uh, has been cast before, I believe, in their vicinity, um, they aren't flat-out magical, but they do have this kind of, like, mundane glow um, underneath them. Some kind of... it's not quite enchantment. It's like a... There's something just a little bit kind of latent about it, yeah. Which is why you can assume there were reactions when Ishtin touched it, for example. Ishtin touched one of the weapons and it began to glow. And you've been, uh, you've had this discussion uh, before uh, in Ishtin's presence that his works did have this kind of latent uh, magical essence around them, sometimes just for decoration. Um, you know, colors changing, harmless sensory effects, etc. None of them you... appear to be mm, magical. Okay, none of them glow more than any. It's just gonna help. <laughs> I think Orin will kind of look around for like smaller things, like throwable things. Uh, I mean, obviously he's he likes shurikens, um, darts, uh, and bolts. Because I'm assuming Soup is not with us. He is currently on his stealth mission. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
So there were a few kind of uh, smaller daggers um, that you could go ahead and use as throwing weapons, essentially. Um, doesn't appear to be anything particularly exotic when it comes to throwing weapons. Uh, doesn't seem to be uh, a specialty here. Um, as I say, there are a few kind of like small uh, different kinds of daggers. Uh, there's a few uh, small throwing picks as well. Um, other than that, nothing really uh, in terms of the throwing department. Okay, he, he's gonna just test something out real quick. Um, he's gonna take the shuriken out of the bag, put it in his pocket, and then put the dagger in the bag. Take the dagger out and throw it. And then look in the bag. Okay. Is the dagger in the bag. Okay. So you go ahead and yeah, you pull the shuriken out. You go ahead and do what you're saying. Launch this dagger. And as it hits, you go ahead and reach into the pouch and pull out the dagger. Alright, he's going to pocket the dagger, put the shuriken back in the bag, and he's looking for crossbow bolts now. Okay. Crossbows? Oh no, you So the bad news is no ammunition. While there are wonderful uh, collections of weaponry here, there is unfortunately no uh, ammunition for ranged weapons. Doesn't Soup have a sword? That's all the things. <laughs> yeah, he has, he has a bunch of different weapons. <laughs> That's true. So I, I think Orin will kind of look for something that's like his size, not his style, but his size, and maybe that, that Soup might like. And and kind of just grab him. Yeah, that's fair. Case. That's fair. Um, uh, what would Stoop like in terms of weaponry? I don't know. <laughs> we've, we've seen him mostly use crossbows, so... Yeah, yeah that's why um, I was looking for bolts. But, I mean, any, any like, dagger or short sword, I think he would be... There'd be a few short, short sorts around if you wanted to grab one of those. It's sure. cobalt size. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Long sword is twice as Cobalt size, yeah. halfling <laughs> size, about the same. Yeah. So if I'm like, oh, I fucking hate yeah, there's, swords, but there's, oh, I guess there's this would be all right. Have him in a sequel while. Yeah, there's definitely I still a few, can't uh, pronounce. Shorts. I still can't pronounce that. Yikola. Yikola. You know, kukri. Yeah. yeah. And the boomerang. <laughs> and the boomerang. Uh, yeah. So you can go ahead and collect this uh, weaponry up. Um, as I say, there's a latent magic about them. Um, just kind of like uh, sensory effects that seem to be coming off of the weaponry itself in order to make it look a little bit more... Uh, Intimidating, so to speak. You find that as you're holding it in your hand, your thoughts actually begin to manipulate these sensory effects. Almost reminding you of the uh, the glamour wave that you've taken beforehand. Um, so yeah, when you're wielding these weapons, you can give them a uh, sensory effect. 
effect or a, uh, a, a latent or mundane magical effect. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and it is uh, completely up to you, so you can let your creativity go wild. The only uh, consistent would be, Ishtin, uh, as you're looking over all the weaponries that everyone... Uh, weaponries? Plural? Weaponry. It's already plural. <laughs> as you're looking over all the weaponry, um, the one consistent thing is they do glow to your touch. My touch or anyone's touch? Specifically yours. I love so much. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to look yeah. over the coiled weapon because I'm trying to figure out where it is. Hmm? I don't uh, know roll... Do I just punch someone with it? What do I do? <laughs> Bring it on. Come on. <laughs> you can figure it out. Okay. Can I practice? I don't know what this does. Just give Go me a ahead. second. <laughs> I, I feel strong. <laughs> I'll tell you what. In lieu of a luck stab, go ahead and roll me a charisma check. Charisma check. I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> Considering charisma as luck here, essentially. Uh, 21. Whether you can bluff the gods into making <laughs> Um, Okay. So you've already had a, a fiddle with this before. It's really bothering you. You should go ahead and kind of begin to mess around with it. You realize that you can go ahead and essentially slot it into your hand. Is that onto my... So you uh, go ahead and... Camera. You slot it uh, there, and there is a small bar that you can go ahead oh, and kind of wrap your, head around, uh, wrap your hand around. As you're looking, you're still like... It's not doing anything. All right, well, if I go ahead and just kind of punch with it. And as you <clears throat> flick your wrist forward, there appears to be essentially a, uh, a slight spark as a solid blade <laughs> protrudes. Mm. And as you're looking at it, you watch as it pulsates once. And the lava-esque material of your snake tail that you have used before begins to cover across the blade. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> Ben was a genius. Um, your Naden. What did he do? That's incredible. I married him. <laughs> also, he was very cute. He'd have to. Well, he wouldn't have to be, but I mean, no, but he was. He was both genius. Hmm. So. Can I, could I wear this without it being seen? Or is it something that's like very obvious? Like if I rolled up my sleeves, is this something I can cover with my sleeves? So the way that it's designed, um, you would be able to roll your sleeve up and it would just cover your knuckles as if you were wearing uh, like a set of rings or something. It's designed to be 
conspicuous, not massively conspicuous, but conspicuous enough. I mean, I'm glad I'm taking this one. This one's actually pretty interesting. Um, I'm trying to pull out the forked um, short sword that I have. I'm like, I mean, a sword for a sword, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to put it back wherever I found um Put the other one back <laughs> where, where I found this one. <laughs> I just, just imagine my mother-in-law like the next day being like, ah. Uh. <laughs> is gonna go over to the wall where you put the fork sword, and he's like, I still wanted to look at it, and he's gonna take it, <laughs> and he's gonna just like study it because it's all like so well crafted as well. And he's just obsessed right now. Just... <laughs> you can have it, this, I guess. This, yeah. This, this. It's like reverse piracy going on. What's going on? <laughs> what was this? I'll trade here, and then you trade for that, and we'll trade for this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Jojo is looking at the fork sword, yes. Yes. Yeah. It's very nice. It's not magical. It's just a very nice sword. <laughs> yeah, I think for soup. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think while this is going on, like, Airden's also just, like, very thoughtfully looking at all the pieces. She's very quiet and I think she's kind of off to her, you know, by herself. All right. <laughs> Must touch everything. Just this day. for an hour. Just this. Sensory <laughs> <laughs> overload. <laughs> Some time passes as you collect your pieces. Eventually, you reconvene back in the entryway altogether. It's probably about now that a soup wanders into the broken open doors. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like looking at the doors like what? He gets his his bow out and like, he's like slowly going into the house like am I about to go into something? <laughs> you see your party deliberating over weaponry. Something happened. Oren points kind of thumbs over to Ishin. She happened. Oh. <laughs> we are taking back what rightfully belongs to me. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no stealing. It was it, my husband made it, so no stabbing me in the hand. We are taking back what belongs to me. That is I ain't gonna stab me in the hand. Okay, just in case, I don't know where I got that or why I thought you might do something I'm like that. No, that's not a thing that you do, but cool. Did you steal the thing? I'm sorry, did you steal the thing? Oh my god. <laughs> he just looks at you and just like... He's alive. So I guess that means he's alive. Alright, I will talk about it another time. I'm a little bit, I don't know. <clears throat> feeling empowered at the moment. Now what, everybody? Oh, uh, mm. has a new sword, so I saved you this, and he hands you the fork. If you want it, I don't know. 
he like kind of tosses it in his hand for a sec. I see, that, that is not my husband. That is your. This yeah, that was mine. Yeah, I got yes. this, and this is just way nicer. It is way better. Yes. Yeah. He's like trying to fit it into the slots that are all straight <laughs> on his arm. And just like, mm. oh. He just puts it in his back. <laughs> and or- Ornal hand up the. What was it? A, a Yikola? Yikola. <laughs> Uh, short spare things, yes. I figured uh, I can kind of swing this around so you might like it. I I grabbed it for you. Like, you guys keep handing him stuff and he's just like, he looks really confused. He's just like, <laughs> don't remember asking for anything. Thank, thank you. <laughs> we were on our weapons raid and you weren't here, so we thought we'd grab you something that you might like. Okay. And he just kind of like gives you like a little punch. Where is Ishton standing? I just in my head imagine that we're all sort of gathered in the entryway at the bottom of the staircase. Just okay. right there out in the open. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think then here we go with probably be if you're like by the staircase and everyone's kind of like in front in that hallway I think I'd be like sort of near you in fact partly up the staircase where my husband's picture used to hang on the wall and right before then I'm I'm just checking I'm just looking at it funny to see why I think that picture got moved just in case uh but yeah, that's where I'd be standing. I'm sort of, after all of the hubbub sort of dies down, I'm sort of staring at that. These really are beautiful. They're nice. Right? They are. Yeah. I will use them. We will use them to get my powers back so that I will gain my powers by my husband's hands. That's poetic. Oh, well, yes, I'm, no, that was, that's what I meant to be. It was poetry. I have a hidden talent. <laughs> I believe it. My dog agrees. You have a dog. <laughs> Oh, yes, I just, you know, in the house sometimes, it, you know, Ilyanin Il- really enjoyed pets. Oh, I mean, can you pet a dog from the fire plane, though? Well, you can <laughs> if you are from the fire plane. Fire Genasi does not have them at all. For her, it just makes her hand, there's just steam that comes up when she does it. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, yes, no, she's very, she's got the ooh, steam a lot. It's very adorable. <laughs> Is I this bet. the corgi service that we mentioned earlier? <laughs> <laughs> Did you want something, Ariden? I think more than just to tell me how wonderful my husband was, though you can keep doing that. That does not bother me. No. I'm just thinking out loud. It's a really beautiful way to be remembered, I think. The things that you create. Yeah. 
very true. Some of us, we have more talent for destroying things and will be remembered for that. I envy the ones who will be remembered for building things instead. Do you think it's something that you can choose? To some extent, Ilyanin, she could choose. She has both in her. She could choose both. People like me, I'm good at breaking things. I'm good at stabbing them. I'm good at making them dead. I will be remembered for this. I will use it the best I can. Is that all you want to be remembered for? Mm. It depends who is doing the remembering. Yes. That's true. I cannot pick and choose what I am remembered for, Arden. All of my choices will be remembered one way or another. No matter what I think of them when I finally leave this earth. That's true. I can pick, depends. On who you ask. Yes. So you pick the ones to be close enough to that they remember more of what you want than what you don't. <laughs> or what they remember you don't is good to remember anyway. That too. You have one person that you have picked. You need more than one, Ariden. I know. I'm working on it. And she sort of, she's taken the needle and like she has like the, the chains that kind of, um, the really dainty chains that uh, uh, are part of her shirt. Um, almost kind of like a necklace um, and the needle is hanging there and she's sort of twisting it. I lean in and look. You picked a good one. Between you and so. What? I thought so. Between you and me, he cursed for days while he was trying to make that one perfect. <laughs> I imagine it was very intricate, it's so small. Yes, it kept breaking into, and he kept rebuilding it. Lots of work went into this, and I remember him for this, even if he would not want me to remember. And now you remember him for this because of that. keep wanting to say that I'm sorry but I know it doesn't change anything sorry for your loss you are not a bandit on the street you did not kill my husband you have other things in your past to account for but not that a tragedy is still a tragedy a tragedy is something that happens outside of someone's control. This was in someone's control. 
and I have taken my vengeance on that one. There is no more sorry to be said. It is done. May I inquire what happened? To my husband? Yeah. My husband was uh, a healer of sorts. He healed with his words. When someone's heart was hurting, he would help. And there was a time when our crops in the area we live were failing, when people did not have money to spend, when they were struggling. And he would travel to speak with them, to heal them with his words. Hmm. The roads became more and more dangerous. And one day, he and the companion were traveling and they were set upon by a bandit who killed him and wounded his friend. But we did not have money. He did not sell any of these things. We did not care to sell them. We used our money on materials for him. And you know, the other thing there and here for my daughter. All the bandit took was his wedding ring, which he was found wearing days later. He was tried, he was convicted, he served three years for my husband's death. While he served, he was trained. Do you know what they trained him to be? They trained him to work the forge. And when he was released, they gave him a forge to work. After his three years. This was not justice for my husband. So, I did what is only right. I gave my husband justice. Uh, that's awful. It but, was. That seems such a short sentence for such a senseless murder. The authorities thought of two things when they made this choice. One, they thought for some reason that the murder was less foul because it was done in the process of stealing. The second they thought was, oh, we are so enlightened and so special. We are so good at rehabilitating all the criminals. So they gave him the three years. No appeal of mine would matter. I did what I had to do. If I had been following the ways of my people from the very beginning, I would have simply taken his life before they even tried him. I gave them a chance to do the right thing. They did not. It doesn't make any sense. People's idea of what is good and what is evil vary from person to person and group to group. 
So, can I steal Kirk in this place? I don't see why not. It looks over at this. No. Yes. He goes to the kitchen. <laughs> I go looking for a picture of my husband that I'm going to keep. There are many. <laughs> a creepy amount. Like, <clears throat> I don't want to be rude, but your stepmom's got a few issues that need to work out. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying They're to work uh, them out for her by force. Uh huh. Tough love. No, no. Look, I don't have to paintings. be therapeutic in my free time, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, there are plenty of paintings scattered around. You can go ahead and grab whichever one you fancy. Um, yeah, soup. You can go ahead and cook up some uh, cook up some food for folks. What's the recipe? <laughs> What's the what, what? What are we cooking? <laughs> so um, he kept a little bit of, lizo- of this lazoan, uh, and he thinks it's still good. He's going to try and make um, a uh, a form of like bacon from it. <laughs> Fish bacon, cool, got it. And he's he's gonna he's gonna like wrap a few things in it to try and see how the flavor enhances other like vegetables and other like meats and stuff. And so he'll just like make kind of a sample platter of it. All right, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, everyone can go ahead and chow down on a slizzle of bacon. <laughs> Sorry, I'll be right back. How do I ban cast members for bad puns? <laughs> I find a way. <laughs> oh, fuck. Perfect. Perfect. I love it. Oh, beautiful. Uh, yeah, so you can go ahead and cook up uh, what is left there. Um, it tastes okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's fish bacon. Imagine how fish bacon tastes. That's basically where we're at. Wrapped around. Right. Dragony like, fish bacon wrapped around different things too, so it's basically mm-hmm. like bacon wraps dates, but with fish bacon. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Oh no! And like, the further along you get, the more random it is. So it's like, it starts off quite nice, and there's a nice mixture, and then like at the end, there's literally just fish bacon wrapped around a whole potato. Just <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh no! Uh, yeah. Hey, you know, they can't all be masterpieces. <laughs> um, while he is cooking, I do want uh, to... Is, is Jotra anywhere around? Uh, yeah, Jotra would be at the table. Um, he's obsessively like trying to figure out how his sword works. His new new whip sword thing. So he's just like, he's at the sword and you'll see he's like, he's just going over it and he has like his notebook out and he's, he's just clicks it on and then extends out the whip part and he's just making this huge diagram. Then he Flicks it shut, like so. It's just like while you're doing, you just hear it. Oh, interesting. And he's just like analyzing how it works. Um, he's gonna ask him. Just hey, oh, uh, can you quick flick that thing around for a second? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, All right. Um, saw this thing, this critter. I'm doing something. And um, 
Don't make me mind know what it was. Oh, probably not, but what is it? That sounds interesting. I've never seen it before. He, he, like, makes, like, a rough kind of drawing of what he saw in the office. Yeah, one eye like that, and then with little other eyes like this, and they raise up. Had a bunch of teeth, too. Mm. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> um, uh, do I recognize this creature at all? I don't think you would have encountered it, no. Um, no, no. I've never seen that before. Um, well, there's a lot more, that, uh, maybe Athnos, uh, he's been around a lot more places than I have been. Ishton seems to have been seeing a lot of things. Warren's been traveling quite a bit from what he said. Sheridan uh, might not hope by <laughs> He just goes from person where he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just from person to person. Um, I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone, no, I don't think anyone would have encountered one of these before. He pins it in uh, his cookbook. <laughs> I want to see what this tastes <laughs> like. <laughs> awesome. Uh, there is also the... Just because you're talking with Jotra. Um, if you wanted to go ahead and copy out what you saw as well on the book. Ah. The book title. Um, if... Um, Aridin is not around. Yes, he would. He would do that. If Aridin is not around, what is it? Aridin is the book lady. <laughs> <laughs> the book lady. Uh, Joshua, what languages do you speak? I speak common, dwarvish, novish, sylvan, and undercommon. Is undercommon a thing? Back that before I took it. So last I heard, it was an Australian accent. So I want to double check. <laughs> <laughs> Well, funnily enough, the title is in Undercom. Yes! <laughs> so, yes. All right. So, Soup goes ahead and kind of draws this uh, word out as best he can. Um, <clears throat> you kind of begin to recognize, and it's, you're kind of... It's kind of like a, a child's uh, attempt at spelling their name. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know the language, so you're just kind of trying your best with what you've been told. Um, and she's going ahead and checking it over. Um, it simply says the word hereafter. Hereafter? I didn't know you Undercon. I can help teach you a little more. You need a little adjustment here, and Jocha's going to show him where to fix the, the little letters and shapes so it looks a little bit better and more, more accurate. It says uh, hereafter. What's that mean? Um, well, usually it's a declaratory statement saying, you know, from here and, and every point after this. Usually it's like, you know, hereafter I will do this thing or be known as or, um, uh, you know, like it's commonly used in knighting ceremonies where like hereafter you shall be sir this of that uh, sort of thing. Sounds like plans. It could be used for plans, yeah. Who talk in that language? Well, do we speak it? Let's see. Undercommon. <clears throat> Undercommon is a strange language. Um, essentially, it's been used for 
centuries and millennia as <clears throat> almost a, a way of uh, communicating, uh, communicating in code. It's kind of like, I don't really want to call it slang because that's not very appropriate, but that kind of, uh, that kind of vibe anyway. Uh, the thing is about Undercommon is no one knows where it came from. So, so you kind of just, it's kind of like Latin, it's dead language. No one's like fully fluent in it in Vega, but you know enough to get by. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of, I don't, I, it, there's no set number or type of people who really speak it. It's used a lot for um, uh, just kind of secret communication, keep it on the, the, the down low. So uh, we had to pick it up at the, the inn because there were people who didn't know any other languages but um, under common. So we, we learned enough to kind of converse and find out what they Okay. Just why, why do you ask? Where did you find this? I can ask. What? No, you know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> he just like walks away from you. And as he's walking away, I know, I know you know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I just want you to know that. <laughs> He just goes back to cooking. <laughs> At least the food's gonna be good. Mutters <laughs> to himself and he just goes back to the diagram. And there's just one moment while Jotre is on the diagrams. Um, Ishin uh, would approach and um, say two things. One, uh, remind me later because I also have sort of a book for you to see. You just have to look at everyone's books or scrolls now, but we will do that later. Um, but the other, and I pull out the dagger that I found and show him, because of what you told me, I will make sure that she grows around these things. But he is not around to teach her. Will you? Yes. I mean, yes. I mean, I, yes, yes, of course. Ah. I, I promise. Would, I promise you. I promise. And he, he like puts his hand up. Prom pinky. Uh, All right. I will pinky swear with you. His pinky's probably too, like, almost too small to get around. <laughs> well, and she's got like, she's got Wed like webbing, webbing. Like, it's, way up to here. So it's, like, it's just like the tip like, of her pinky. It's like, okay. No, and then uh, shake it. it. It's a little. Yes. All right. Yeah. We will shake. <laughs> okay. Uh, where did you find Do you mind if I see if it's? I can't tell if it's magic or not. The craftsmanship is just so fine. I have. To, I'm very curious. But it's I think so it just beautiful. is what it is. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything more. It's so. And he, he sets it down, and he's just like delicately, like, like, like it's like this art, like a holy artifact. As he puts it on the table, and he's just gonna like start, um, like he's not even gonna. He's in such. A, he's not even gonna try to ritually cast. He's gonna straight cast, uh, detect magic. <laughs> and identify <laughs> blowing i think that's all of his spell slots for the rest of the day awesome <laughs> he's just way too excited then an oh, ancient no, dragon more... smashes into the no spell slots the <laughs> dm's favorite words <laughs> <laughs> no. and poisoned it's gonna be a good day <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we almost made it. <laughs> I am not that cruel, but um, 
shocking everyone, it's magical. This is the one item that is actually magical. It's identical. <clears throat> uh, it appears to uh, be uh, a conjuration spell. You look excited. It's, 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 it's actually magical. There's, there's some sort of conjuration or something attached to it. Right. I think. Okay. We could have. I mean, I have a lot of theories, but none of them have any basis in reality. I want to make that very certain right now, just because when I think conjuration, I think bringing something, you know, here. And so what if there's like instructions or like uh, a teacher or something in the dagger that can help? What if there's something there's, I think it's something for her and it might, because of the way he, he worked on things that activated when you touch them, this might be something when she touches it. Uh, this is all supposition, but I, 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 I don't know. Let me so, try just in case. Yeah. Sorry, so Identify does tell you exactly what spell uh, is involved here. Um, <clears throat> it appears to be shield. However... Shield? Its construction, so to speak, is strange. It's almost artificer in nature. This isn't a pure arcane uh, spell here. This appears to have been constructed and manipulated, almost as if uh, it's been replicated somehow. Okay, so artif artificery is, is a bit different from regular magic, and that's what he appears to have used here. This isn't just like a straight magic. It, it's, it's, and I think it has something to do with the shield spell. Um, Shield, oh. it, it could increase, you know, armor, of course. You, you know about shield. Who am I talking about? I know. Um, uh, and, but it, it's, it's, in, it's incredible. I've, it's, it's, it's worked into the interworkings of a dagger. I don't know how, but it, it's, it somehow draws on the latent late lines of energy of conjuration, but also somehow through a biological entity, I think. I can't tell. There's so much here that I, there, there is to unpack, but it is an incredible, amazing piece of it. It's a masterpiece. Right. Two of you would also know, uh, being magic users slash ex-magic users, uh, Shield is an abjuration <laughs> spell. It does not belong to the school of uh, conjuration, so this is very strange. Just out of curiosity, I'm just gonna nick part of my palm just a little tiny bit to see if drawing blood with it does anything. Okay. You go ahead and Scratch across your hand, draw some blood. The dagger doesn't seem to react. Would I be able to Not... tell if it's single use or if it seems to, uh, like, this is like, because I'm afraid of dis. Dotra's innately afraid of discharging it. Similarly. Uh, it has one charge. Be careful. It only has one charge. Oh, oh, all right. Good to know. Yeah. I don't think you could activate it if you wanted with the brilliance that went behind it, but just be very careful with it. I will be. 
I mean, of course you won't, but who am I talking to? I'm just so, that is, and then look at, and he holds up the sword and flicks it down, and, it's, and if, you've seen this one, but I didn't know what it did, and I've been in, just, and then he pulls out the, the sheet, and he, he pops open his, his journal, and it's been flattened out, he closes it back, and then he, he hands her the, uh, the diagram and, and everything that she, uh, that she asked for from the, um, the, the workshop, and, and, and those, and it just, it's a shame he didn't want people to know his name, because everybody would. <laughs> he was just humbled that way. You will make this with her? Yes, no, of course. We just need to get the okay. right material before we leave. Oh, all right, we will find some, for sure. Yeah. We should. <laughs> and he like hops down and he runs for the door. <laughs> My heart is singing. <laughs> and like he gets like halfway across the room before he realizes nobody's following the sunshine. Oh, um, did we still want to go shopping? What with the eating? Give me a oh, sec. food, I'm yeah. Hungry. And he runs back yeah. and hops back on the table. <laughs> Unless Why you don't want to eat, I'll happily eat your your um. No, 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 no. You sure? You sure? You sure you can keep it down? No, but I gotta try. Uh, while that's all going on, um, where's Oren? Oren is currently in the living room, kind of just sat down on a chair with his hand lit on fire and just staring at the flames. I think Aridin is kind of wandering through the halls um, and rooms, you know, um, admiring wherever things are hung up on the wall or, you know, kind of lost in thought when she sees you and she's gonna walk over and sit next to you. Oh, hello there. I know distinguish it hey are you all right yeah just a lot to unpack the seems like it <laughs> you know the whole go on you're the unrooted one go and find out why this fissure has happened and and then we meet Saya's sister, and she's a fucking volcano. And then we travel to the fire plane to meet the hero I've always heard about for the last 13 years. She wants to take over the rest of the planes, but now it's all because they served some underground snake? Goy. I don't know what to believe anymore. I guess, and he lights his hand back up again, because I found some kind of peace with this. When everyone in the fire plane was saying Sisby was some kind of conqueror, really 
It bothered me that I had that same power within me. No, well, I think there's a piece to it. See, flame never stops moving. Just like me, I guess. And he'll put it out. Is it ever a bad thing? I think... I doubted it for a while. But I think it'll help me. And... I'm actually glad to know you. And I wanted to say I'm sorry for what they've done in here. I know the feeling when someone messes with your head. Messes with your head? Yours, of course, is a little bit more advanced than mine, but uh, I was forced to steal something against me, Will. And he pulls out the little cone. What? By who? Uh, Have you heard of... What the fuck are they called? The Illit Illit They've got fucking tentacles coming out of your face. Something. Crap. I read it and I forgot it. They mess with your mind. Shortly after I left the monastery, I camping and heard a voice in me head and said just compelled me to find this museum and steal this artifact (laughs) guards chased me out I jumped off a balcony I cracked me head open and at that point I realized, holy crap, I didn't really want to steal this thing, but sure is pretty. So I ran, but I knew that it was that creature. It didn't. Sorry, go ahead. It didn't say why. I don't know why it wants it. But the way that it used me, it doesn't deserve something like this. If it's got power, I ask Sisby about it. She doesn't know. And I'll hand it to Aridin. Does it? Can she see the words that are written on it? Yes. Myriad. 
it's out, myriad, and shoot, what was the last one? Yeah, I know, I was just thinking that. So the three words are two out myriad. Two out myriad. Out was the first one that appeared, and I took it as it wanted to be free, so I I took her with me. And then it, shortly after I met you all, word myriad appeared. Don't know what that means. Could describe the group, I suppose. And just the other day, the word tool popped up. I cast identify. It doesn't exist. What? <laughs> you literally cannot cast it because there is nothing to target. What? <laughs> so, so I think when Airden the the cone, she puts it in her mechanical hand. And so on her, the palm, if anyone's seen like Battle Angel Alita, like you know how like the palm is all broken up. Um, I think when casting these sort of ritual spells, um, I think like all of the parts start shifting. Um, and, and it, it turns and turns, and as she's casting Identify, the parts click together, and it sort of makes a circle in her palm. And that glows, and that's when it hits her. There's nothing. So then the palm starts to move again as she tries casting it again. For another ten minutes, nothing. Oh, it must be so awkward for Orin, just like... For 20 minutes. <laughs> not 20 what minutes. What is that? I, I'm trying to, it, it, it's nothing. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. You're holding it in your hands. You're telling me it doesn't exist. You're looking at it. You're, with you the, can read with, the fucking words on it. I, yes, but with with the spell with identify usually whatever is in in the circle it comes up as something because it is in the circle it's it's there it's i and it will tell me something about it i might as well be casting the spell on nothing on air nothing it's not pinging it's not I don't feel anything. That's... If I if I if I cast identify on a rock, I still feel that it is a rock. Does that make sense? 
even non-magical items. So just... If I were to cast this on a mundane item, I can still tell that there's still something that registers that, you know, this is just an item. This is just a piece of paper. This is just a rock. I just cast the spell on air. No, it's something, and he'll take it back and put it back in his pocket. That's... Ah, your spell's just not working right. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out later. That's all our questions. I really feel like something... I don't know what all the different pieces mean. I think there's... Um, and obviously there's bigger things going on, but I think all of the bigger things going on with each of us... I just have a feeling they're all connected. And we don't know how yet. I think that's very possible from I saw your fourth goddess in that vision or something resembling I felt it all I saw was the shadows swallowing the moons you said you saw four pillars of fire I did the sisters are tied to Athenos's patron, me and Ishtin. Apparently, me and Athenos as well. We've. I think it's a matter of time before, you know, soup and. Whatever, Jotra, with the with with the, the the opal, I'm sure that has to do with something. All I can say is, I think it's a damn good thing that we've come together, whether it's meant to be or not. I feel fortunate to have the rest of you by my side. To not be walking alone. Agreed. I always enjoyed, always enjoyed being alone. Did it for a long time. <laughs> but I guess I never really met people worth a damn before. You all, you're all worth a damn. 
Thank you. You're worth it too. Thank you. We're gonna figure this out. So really, fucking nothing. <laughs> no, nothing. Not a thing. Have you shown Jotra? Not yet. Oh, perhaps I will. I wonder if Jotra and I can do some tests. Jotra, you feeling all right then, lad? Oh, a little poison, but other than that. I'm sorry, we'll find something soon. I'm not worried about it. There's too many th fascinating things to go on. Going on to be too concerned about being poisoned right now. Have you seen these weapons? <laughs> Let's get him taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. Jotra kind of pops his head in uh, from the kitchen. Why, was there anything needed? What can I help? When you're feeling better. Okay. We oh, could use your help. Oh, okay. Glad to help always. Just uh, let me know. Pops his head back and heads back towards the kitchen. I think um, as as Athenus is eating, he's probably still playing with the blade, like retracting it and over and over again. And then he kind of stops and stares at the kind of magma rock that seems to form around the blade. And he just stares for a moment, and then I think, yeah, I think it happens too quickly for him to hide it. He just has, he, you can tell on his face that he has a, maybe not realization, but something crossed his mind that actually kind of scared him. And he, and then he, then he catches himself and then tries to, as calmly as possible, remove the blaze and set it down. And just moves it to the other side of the table. Psychically. Right. Instead of um, telepathically, he says this out loud so everyone can hear. Um, back at that village um, with the druids. When, when they did that ritual for me, um, I saw a vision. Ishan and I saw a vision. Um, it started off with a large black silhouette, and it was fighting some beast um, and then it skipped forwards and that beast had been defeated by this blackish silhouette and it started eating it and then the silhouette began to turn and glow a red and ate its own tail 
and then the vision ended. That was, that's my patron. That's the core snake. Um, do any of you know about UNT? And we know you exist. No. Do any of you know why? How? You had a mom and a dad? <laughs> um, I, I didn't have many Yonti friends or fam, or I didn't have any family, but I didn't have many Yonti friends when I was younger. I was maybe one of two in my orphanage. Um, but one of the things I learned from them specifically um, was that we were sort of an accident. Um, we were made, I don't know if we were humans or human adjacent before but whatever was before us wanted to be more like and he pointed at he points at the scar he want, they want to be more like the core snake wherever they are i don't know if they wanted to be gods to be closer to the core snake i don't know but it went wrong and we I guess the Yuanti was made instead. In that same ritual, the core snake said, I'm the best option. And I turned into a lava snake at his will. Am I the closest to the core snake. Is he trying to use me as a way to get back here or do am I gonna end up becoming his avatar? Not if we have anything to say about it. Well, he doesn't seem to have control over you now. I mean well you became... He didn't he didn't before, and then I became that snake. I didn't choose to do that. One would assume if you needed control, and it was something very important, you would take direct control, unless you were absolutely able to. It must be a, a large concertion of power or effort, or he's only able to do it for small amounts of time. So I'd say for the most part, you wouldn't... If for you to become his avatar, he would have to find some way to break the restriction of whatever the restriction is on him right now to take you over directly. And if he was able to do that, I don't think he would need an avatar from the sounds of it. From what we learned, the goddesses are sapping energy from him. That for it might be the restriction he's fighting against. Maybe in the meantime... I wonder if we'd be able to develop some sort of protection for you while he's weaker. I hate to say it because they were creepy, but perhaps you need to talk to the druids who understood and were able to do something to reduce his control over you, at least temporarily. 
might reduce the power that you have. Or your power might come from your blood. Maybe the Yuan-Ti also a drop. He's trying to focus I, it into one person. Do you think we'd be able to make something where Athenos can draw power towards him so that direction is still open? But... But nothing can be drawn out of him? Yes. Well, I don't think the issue is drawing out of him. I think the issue is putting something into him other than just power. Perhaps the sisters could help. There are things that can block your thoughts from others and even your location. I don't know if it would work, but it's uh, something we can research. We might be able, we might be able, because he works mainly through magic, maybe we could bypass it without a fissory because it doesn't work on the same basis as his magic. I have a lot of research to do. Orin, how do that. you think the goddesses could help? Well, Sisby said they've been in their state drawing power. Uh, I perhaps, I, I don't know, perhaps they could break out of it and there could be some kind of filter or something that perhaps you could utilize, I don't know. The fourth sister, she isn't trying for If the three drew, all at once drew as much power as they could while the fourth sister attacked, Maybe it could be... We don't know who the fourth sister is. No, but they're, they're a, a very powerful entity that didn't <gasps> bind themselves to the snake. They did, um... They mentioned the other tree. Oh, so that's what I meant to ask Nurthan. Where the other tree is. If he knew their name. You think your father-in-law would know? The name of a fourth tree? He's part of the- We could- We could ask, but if it is not a legal document, he probably has never heard of it. <laughs> can't- Can't hurt to ask. I wonder if- I mean, he's in the- The, the council yeah. building, right? We could- We could go ask him still. He is at work. Do you know who else is in the council building who knows where the- Of the fourth sister? The fourth tree? That other, uh, reptilian fella. Oh, the annoying one. Yes. Strange one. Yeah. I think all of us together can take him. <laughs> one of them was a secret dragon. Want to throw that out there? <laughs> it is a good point. <laughs> yes. We assume but, that we can take But we're on for that. We're on his good side. Uh, Soup, you did the favor, right? What? Didn't you do a favor? For nothing. For nothing. The Underflame. You know, sure. dragon guy. A cute one! <laughs> My ink twitches a little it's... bit when you say that. <laughs> I saw that. Okay. Is it possible to... Proliferate blood. through. I mean, sorcerers make it possible. So, what if they were trying to establish another sorcerer kind of type of bloodline, but it didn't work the way they wanted it to? Maybe they were trying to balance a 
blood magic in or snake, but it didn't go right, and so the snake actually got more of a hold of them than they did drawing from. You know, you, this this table, this it was just a thought I had to get out. Um, Thank you for sharing. Yeah, Jotra and I will look into this. Whatever comes next, we won't let that happen to you. Ray, does this sound familiar to what Sue's been reading? In what regard? In, like, so Crystal was infusing of magic into organic material. So, does this sound kind of familiar-ish or possible? Oh, you mean like... it's in relation to Chrysil? Uh, yeah. No, not okay. in this particular. I mean, there are similarities, but Chrysil is very much uh, a recent development that mortals have essentially discovered. It's very much rooted in artificial-based magic. So, okay. <clears throat> um, have I anything about um, you go on to or anything? Have any come by the? Ian or anything that uh, that I've heard in stories or anything that maybe I can. Uh, you can roll a history check if you'd like. Disadvantage because I'm poisoned. <laughs> Almost was good, but then it's only thirteen, <laughs> and that's with a plus okay. eight. Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Super. Ouch. <laughs> oh boy. Um. I mean, you know about as much as everyone kind of knows about Yuan-Ti. Um, they do have a history uh, with some kind of material that turned them into Yuan-Ti. They then decided to go ahead and attempt to make uh, a different variant, essentially, of this material. And that's what ended up... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, that's actually what ended up giving them citizenship in Vaker. Uh, they're relatively... I wouldn't say secretive, that's not the right word, but um, they don't really share a lot about their history and where they've come from. And the fact that uh, a lot of them don't really have traditional family units means that a lot of that isn't actually passed down. Um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. So, uh, UNT in the modern day are known for uh, a serum known as Rebirth. That is what they're known for in Vaker in total. Um, it's actually mostly used by um, folks who are considered uh, non-conforming or transgender. Um, it is a serum that's actually used to, uh, as soon as you take it, you uh, slowly convert to the uh, the appearance and gender you were meant to be, so to speak. It is a way for uh, transgender folks to transition in a way that is healthy, um, gives them self-confidence. Uh, and that's how UNT eventually uh, began to develop their current culture 
being able to assist people in these transitions. Um, there's a few of them dotted around the Magicana, but the majority of the UNT are relatively uh, reclusive. <clears throat> hmm. Athenos. Yeah? I want you to siphon it off through me as much as you can. No. There are two of us. We are stronger than one. And if you think no. I'm going to let that thing occupy me, you have another thing coming. So, I want you to siphon it off through me as much as you can. Ashton, no. Actually, that's quite interesting. She might not be able to be turned particular doesn't have that or or accidental tie at a blood level you might be completely immune to that type of effect and only be able to draw or it could hurt her more I, I, I am used, I'm I'm practically compared to me and her I'm probably more built to actually contain this power in comparison to Ishtin Ishtin no I'm not siphoning it through. Uh, Jen, you have to roll that intimidation check against your computer again. It's still required, but I can. Oh my god, that's so weird. <laughs> I don't. I couldn't make out what you said. It was a lot of screaming, but I heard it. <laughs> I could paint it just fine, Athenos. No self-sacrifice. I have already been with someone who did this. Stay I'm... with me and let me stay with you. Until we're sure that actually works, I'm not doing that. I can't hear you. <laughs> the only way to be sure is to try it! <laughs> <laughs> it just feels right that Ishan has to scream all the time. <laughs> <laughs> This gym is always all caps. It's just the way it is. Plugged in my microphone. Hopefully not. Yeah, you sound better now. That's way better. The only way to find out is to try it, Athenos. Do you really want to fight me on this? Because I will keep fighting. Sorry, but there's no way you can make me siphon it through you. Now that is a challenge. If you could take it as a challenge, take the challenge, but I'm not... I'm not siphoning it through you. This is my burden to carry. A burden that I unknowingly put on you already. I'm not going to add any more to it. Spoke about this before. That was before. It's... Ishin, I'm not sharing it with you. So it comes up to Ishin and holds up a piece of food, like kind of gingerly, and it's just like, they look cooked to you. I have no idea. I don't eat things cooked very often, so... Just pops it back. 
There are items that store magic, like spell storing rings and things of that nature. What if we could siphon it off into them? And then it would be magic once removed from the caster, and then we could discharge it into nothingness or just dispel the, the magic from the whatever item that it's pulled off into? What if we could create something that pulls the magic out of you without you having to do anything? Uh, or Similar concept, just no vision. I have so much research to do, and he's gonna like, um, uh, I'm, there were books in, um, in like the study and stuff, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's just gonna hop down, he's gonna just <laughs> over to the books and try to find some books. And book, doesn't matter what's in it, just a book. <laughs> Mostly concerning <laughs> magic items and, and that sort of thing, but. <clears throat> and, mm -hmm. Uh, you're not very successful, unfortunately, just because uh, this isn't a very magical household, in case you've noticed. <laughs> also, any artificer sort of like, still like magic. Because they're the items that can block off being sensed and stuff like that. This sounds like we have some things to do before we leave. Yeah, um... Let's do something a little bit light, more light-hearted. Let's go shopping. We have the money for it. Gertrude's okay. head pops back in. Shopping? <laughs> Let's yeah. get you fixed up. Come on. <laughs> Let's find him something. And then we can go interrogate the salamander. Okay. All right. So, everybody uh, wraps up their meal, uh, wraps up what they're doing. Uh, <clears throat> you can go ahead, grab your stuff, and head into, uh, back into the market district. Uh, strangely, no resistance as you leave. Um, no footsteps, no call-outs, nothing like that. Uh, appears to be uh, that uh, Ishtan's intimidation worked there. Um, you can go ahead I and think they out. all knew that the last word had been said. Jotra <laughs> <laughs> will mend the door on the <laughs> Good, I was going to say he would ask him to <laughs> fix it. But not all the way. What, just one like little clear splinter like Further, where it was just this nice clean finish. Just this one reminder that Ishtin was here. Ishtin is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> you can slowly begin to mend uh, everything back into place. You begin to make your way to the, uh, the market district. You've already seen this once before, uh, before you were pulled into the, uh, the arena. Um, the area seems quiet in comparison to the last couple of times you've been there. Um, the stores are still set up and are uh, scattered uh, pretty much across this huge swath of land. Um, 
<clears throat> various different uh, dealers, uh, creators, and other such uh, individuals, you can see a almost a mob uh, at the very uh, end of one of these uh, aisles, essentially. And this mob appears to be kind of cheering on this individual, but uh, it's only when you get close and you can really hear uh, them cheering. As you're walking uh, forwards and taking a look, there are still people manning uh, all of these different stores. Um, the cheering begins to get louder and louder. As this mob begins to almost stomp their feet, you can feel it rhythmically underneath you. As you kind of, perhaps curiosity, perhaps just instinct, as you're looking through and around these stalls, you kind of look over. You see what appears to be another of the Fireplanes uh, interesting uh, competitions that are held, as Ishtim would know, are held relatively regularly in the uh, Super City uh, in order to keep it pretty exciting and to keep the blood flowing, so to speak. You see two individuals appear to be having some kind of cook-off. <laughs> yes! <laughs> they appear to be running around this uh, cauldron and cooking materials, grabbing whatever they can, going ahead. You can hear this narrator going over. Um, as you're looking over, you can see a few other individuals that appear to be kind of looking and critiquing. The crowd are going and are picking up and picking up as more ingredients are added in, more materials are worked through. And as you're beginning to step closer, you just hear a massive, massive cheer. And as you get a little closer, someone begins to wave you down and just says, Visitors, come, come. Plenty of room to watch. <laughs> Everyone's weird silence. <laughs> like, we're all just like, uh, what? Uh, do we know this? Kitchen. <laughs> no, yep. I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> I said it, couldn't hold it back. Uh, do we know this person? No. <laughs> appears to be uh, a rather spry uh, elf. Is he dressed gaudily? Um, Is he he's fancy looking? He's dressed in uh, interesting attire. It's not who you think it is. Okay. <laughs> shut that down straight away. Um, yeah, appears to be dressed in... Uh, it's gaudy, but it's not massively so. It's definitely more uh, nature-like. You can kind of see the uh, super bright colors that kind of go across his entire uh, outfit. He's got a little... Uh, a few flowers kind of going through his hair and across his ears. Um, as he steps forward, he beckons, and there's uh, a woman that actually uh, joins him uh, beside him. He goes ahead and waves you down and just says, 
Come on, don't be shy. Is it a street cook-off? What's happening? Just another uh, competition in the fire plane. We're having a blast. There's a... Well, and he uh, turns, and now that you're a little closer, you can see uh, a fire genasi and uh, what appears to be a uh, dark-skinned uh, goliath that are cooking off. And uh, he points towards the goliath and just says, He's still not been beaten. We've only had one challenger that's actually brave enough to go ahead and get involved. But there's quite the uh, quite the interesting uh, prize going on here. You see, uh, he leans in. The rumor is uh, there's an enchanted item that's being given out. And everyone's interested. But as soon as they saw... Uh, as soon as they saw him involved, well, that was it. No one wanted to enter because they just knew they'd lose. Is this a one-on-one -on -one kind of competition or are there teams available? I mean, I've never seen a team go for it, but at the same time, I bet if you asked. His tail is practically <laughs> wagging. Uh, <laughs> he just kind of looks at you and like is trying to keep his expression like neutral, but he's definitely letting a smile slip here and again. He's just... <laughs> trying not to explode. So happy. When you ask suitful. if a it, he's just like. I think this is suitful. We would like to um, take on this challenge, I guess. I mean, I the can crowd roars almost in response to this. Not uh, <laughs> more of a, a, a handy timing as the uh, cook-off between the two individuals finishes off. You see the judges having a discussion before the Goliath's hand is raised. You see uh, the person who beckoned you over suddenly gets super excited, runs over and actually jumps onto the stage, grabs one of the judges and gets whispering in their ear. As a solid nod, as you hear, we have a team challenge next. The crowd oh, oh, roar. Oh, no. As suddenly you find yourselves accosted by these individuals, each no, and every no. one of you having aprons thrown onto you. No, 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 by this crowd towards the front. I, no, I walk away or I struggle yes. my way away. No, no. Horns into it. I eat raw food! <laughs> I feel like he's gonna do it. He's like, yeah, sure, why not? Petra's gonna pull right. up the uh, the apron and kind of roll it under and then tie it again because it's probably way too big for him. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, Ishtan, as you struggle backwards and kind of get out of the way, uh, is everyone else letting themselves be pushed forward? So he kind of crosses his arms and is like, he's you know he's all overjoyed looking at over its back to his serious self and he says, "Yeah, I guess we can do it." I feel like as they throw the thing at Aridin, 
I feel like out of pure instinct, she misty steps. Absolutely not. Uh, Have a drink while they do this ridiculous thing. Oh my god, I need to draw that too. Just them sitting, just like I, I don't. It's even. It's I don't know why. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, no. As you're pushed upwards and onto the stage, uh, the. One of the uh, announcers steps forward, begins this uh, round of applause that everyone joins in, steps forward and says, Welcome back, everyone, to the Shaheth Jamboree! Everyone screams in this just ridiculous uh, excitement. And as uh, the crowd begins to die down, uh, that's probably a place to go ahead and leave off for this session. Oh so we'll go ahead and do uh, the shopping and the cook-off next, uh, next episode. Woohoo! Pudding! Cook-off! <laughs> I cannot believe. Yes. Now I have to figure out what the heck we're going to make. <laughs> there are always competitions of the fire blade. Always. Oh, There's, okay. There has to be some way of... Uh, <laughs> has to be some way of uh, keeping many, many, many people entertained. <laughs> There's only one city in the whole damn plane, so yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> There's a whole lot of tra traveling to be had, so. <laughs> Indeed. Oh my god, that was uh, so all good. Right. Nice. Oh my god, that was so much information. Was right. Information? <laughs> oh my god, I have one, two, Three, four. Let's, let's let's do a chill session. We said, oh, let's just go shopping. We said, <laughs> we hijacked that and we were like, no, this is backstory. Lord drop time. Bam. Bam. <laughs> hey, as long as you folks are having fun, that is all that matters. Um, thank you so much to the folks watching. Uh, we're gonna go ahead around the horn here and just uh, let people say who they are where you can find them and uh, plug anything they want to plug. Uh, we're going to start off with Ty. Hi, everybody. Uh, Ty here. Um, I, you can find me here every Monday, of course, playing uh, Jotra, having a beautiful time with all these wonderful people. Um, and then uh, Tuesdays, uh, after you're done watching The Gods We Know, if uh, I, I might, my, my show might still be gone, it's on um, twitch.tv slash hitchhiker of the mind. Uh, it's, uh, we're going on to like our two and a half year campaign uh, that I'm DMing, uh, so if you want to see me do all of the goofy voices, um, or just watch a rerun of it after you watch The Gods We Know, because The Gods We Know is so good right now, and it's, it's like coming towards the end, so you don't want to miss that. Uh, mine will be gone for a while, so you can miss that and just catch up. Uh, on Wednesdays, you can find me on Featherfall Tabletop. I play uh, Brant Heitzdagger. He is an Echo Knight Fire Ganassi who is um not timid at all um and then uh, other than that um you know always hanging around in in uh you know all the uh friends we know about discord you can find me on twitter um both uh at hitchhiker of the mind and at dm at emporium underscore dm uh and then um yeah that, that's that's it that's me uh next person sweet 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 uh, alright, uh, Drak. I'm Drak, or Draconics, um, on Twitter, I think my handle's up there. Um, you can find me here every Monday at 6pm PDT, playing Athenos. Um, 
Oh, where else can you find me? Um, Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I've been all over the place. I am very frazzled right now. This is the fourth day of streaming straight. And I'm very tired. Um, just follow me on Twitter. I'll probably retweet what I'm doing at the time. Yeah, so it's at Draconics. That's D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-U-E-S. Which apparently, I didn't realize this is actually the French, um, French which is for um, Draconics. I, I had no idea. So, yeah. <laughs> And we love you for it. Nicely yeah. done. There's a TTRPG Wonderful. space. You will find it, and he will be in it, and you will be grateful. <laughs> Literally, yeah. The, although sleep is also a thing, Drag. Uh... <laughs> Says Ray. <laughs> so you know it's gone bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of which, Sean. Uh, howdy, folks. Uh, I'm Sean, aka No Tweet Sean on Twitter. Um, you guys can find me here on Mondays. Uh, um, you can find me every other Sunday on Somatic Games channel for Duo on Dragons. Uh, you can also find me in the Thread Raiders Discord because I'm one of the admins over Thread Raiders. Uh, speaking of Thread Raiders, real quick plug. Um, we helped organize uh, Jasper's Game Day, which will be uh, going on all the way from tomorrow through August 30th. It's going to be very long. Um, so there'll be plenty of chances for you to uh, join the fun and come and donate uh, to the American Association of Suicidology and the Not Okay app. Um, all of the proceeds um, go toward uh, helping those in need who are uh, dealing with suicidal ideation and uh, require resources, including counseling and uh, hotlines. Um, so if you have the time, come step up. Wonderful. And yeah, definitely uh, check it out. It's gonna be uh, fantastic. And there is a hell of a lineup. Um, entertainment, charity, what more do you need? Uh, yeah, uh, Cole. Hi, howdy, bye. I'm Cole. It's also really hot in here and I'm dying. You can find me at Cole Morial on Twitter. Um, oh no, I don't think. You can find me here Mondays playing Aridin. Um, and then you can catch me on Tuesdays playing Kepri on the Gosby Gnome. And uh, you can also catch me on Saturdays uh, playing Roman Arnarak. Uh, in an Emberwind campaign that I play with Drac, uh, oh, and that God. is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drac's like, oh yeah, I'm in that too. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm just every. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. He's in yeah. everything. I'm so popular. I'm like in two games with a celebrity. Like, <laughs> like not to brag. Um, yeah, so you can get me on Valdrian's channel, uh, playing in that game, which I'm super excited about. And uh, you should definitely keep an eye on the Friends Who Roll Dice uh, Twitter, the tweeter, um, because there's going to be character art coming soon for a new campaign. Da, 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 da. Okay. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, Jen. Hey, I'm Jen Quixote Jen or Jen Quixote, depending on what platform you're on. Uh, Q-U-I-X-O-T-E. J-E-N, one N, not two. Um, and uh, yeah, I am gonna be running, well, you'll see me tomorrow night on The Gods We Know as our our game slowly, this year long campaign is entering its end stages. Um, although there will be things after this story arc is over. Stay tuned for that. Um, and uh, you can see me on Wednesday from 12 to three Pacific um, on Encounter Roleplay. 
and it's our fourth and final session of uh, Dark Matter um, Conspiracy in the Stars. And we just uh, like completely, there was a horribly bad disaster of a car chase that we're barely recovering from. And I think we're gonna be hijacking a plane or a ship pretty soon. It's a ship in space, not a plane, a ship really soon. Uh, so that's gonna be fun. Um, and uh, yeah, you can see me on Saturday. I'll be running the uh, Extra Life Charity game um, for the honor, seven to 10 Eastern. Um, come join us, help us raise money for medical care for kids. Um, can't think of a better cause. Um, so yeah, let me see you then. And Adam. Hello, I am Adam. You can catch me at uh, Adam Hardy VO on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I don't post all that much. I'm sorry. I really just kind of crawl out of my cave for uh, Monday nights here, uh, The Mind and the Martyr. Uh, but I do do all the post-production, so check out our uh, our YouTube and our podcast. I add music and sound effects. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I I take a lot of stuff from uh, like Sirenscape, um, and and I make some stuff of my own, and it's a lot of fun to do. Um, but yeah, <laughs> check it out, especially if you're new. If, if you're joining us just this episode and you want to figure out what the hell has been going on, check out our past episodes because uh, they're a lot of fun. Awesome. I thank you to all of the cast for sticking around and uh, playing and just being awesome. Um, I'm Ray. You can find me at Bearded Baymax. It doesn't work anymore, but it will soon, I promise. Uh, Bearded Baymax on Twitter. Um, you can find me here uh, in the Mind of the Martyr on Mondays. You can find me here Tuesday playing the gods we know. Um, you can find me on Wednesdays over on Transient's uh, DLive playing uh, Cult Divinity Lost, uh, a horror-based campaign. Content warning on that one. Uh, very much horror, so uh, if that's not your stick, then uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I have other stuff to plug, but I don't remember for the life of me. Um, yeah, no, it's gone. Uh, check out my Twitter. I'll say stuff. Um, oh, that's it. I am playtesting something very, very soon, uh, which is going to be interesting over on uh, Polished Cryptids uh, YouTube, uh, YouTube, Twitch channel. There we go. Uh, which is going to be super exciting. Uh, should be a few sessions. Uh, I can't say too much about it yet, but it's going to be very, very, very fun. Um, and I'm writing a TTRPG, so check out my Twitter and maybe get involved in that. It's going to be fun. I'm doing a playtest soon in the next couple of months, and it's going to be super, super exciting. So, yeah. Apart from that, that's me. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Those of you in podcast land, feel free to uh, get in touch with any of us. Uh, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a review, all of that wonderful stuff uh, if you want to see more. Um, yeah, thank you so much for the support. And hopefully we will see you tomorrow uh, on The Gods We Know. We will see you Saturday for our Extra Life charity drive. Uh, it's going to be super, super exciting and super fun. Uh, thank you so, so, so much, folks. Um, we're going to go ahead and uh, do a little bit of a credit reel here, but uh, stick around. We are going to go ahead and uh, send a raid uh, someone's way. I wasn't paying attention to the Zoom chat. I think we're going <laughs> to behold roleplay.
We're playing the Mass Effect TTRPG, and that's just, that's cool. <laughs> All right, we can go ahead and throw a raid their way. Uh, again, uh, stick around. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, take care of yourselves. Keep moving forward. Hello, Woody. Uh, the advertisement. That's right, the ad homonym, and we're here to remind you to. What was it? We're here to remind you that if you enjoyed this podcast, leave a five star rating. Yeah, that's it. Leave a five star rating, and you'll find more of. More of this, it's uh. Check us out online at twitch.tv slash dice. Yeah, that's it, and uh, another thing. No, that's it. Are you sure? Yes, absolutely. Okay, bye. Goodbye now.